listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Everybody stay where you are, chill the F out. I'm gonna ask you this one time. Where is Gamora? Yeah, I'll do you one better. Who's Gamora? I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? Tell me where the girl is, or I swear to you, I'm gonna French fry this little freak. Let's do it. You shoot my guy, and I'll blast him. Let's go. Do it, Quill. I can take it. No, he can't take it. She's right. You can't. Oh, yeah? You don't want to tell me where she is? That's fine. I'll kill all three of you, and I'll beat it out of Thanos myself, starting with you. Wait, what? Thanos? All right, let me ask you this one time. What master do you serve? What master do I serve? What am I supposed to say, Jesus? You're from Earth. Not from Earth, I'm from Missouri. Yeah, that's on Earth, dipshit. What are you hassling us for? So you're not with Thanos? With Thanos? No. I'm here to kill Thanos. He took my girl. Wait, who are you? We're the Avengers, man. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode... Holy shit, I totally messed that up. I don't know what episode we're on. 42. 42, 42. Oh! Our Jackie Robinson episode. Jackie Robinson episode. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 42. Um, this is our 3,000 download extravaganza. We are doing Infinity War with our rascal F. Kennedy today. Hi, guys. How you doing? back for another superhero movie and then uh after this when whenever you're listening to this you hopefully can listen to them back to back like we didn't get to do with endgame but we're doing endgame with the less than humble teach so we are uh i'm excited man i'm excited about this movie rascal how you doing though i'm good and i've just been uh you know watching movies dealing with this pandemic things of that nature how have you guys been Good. I'm glad to have you back on an actual good superhero movie. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment, <laughs> but also an insult. <laughs> he will still uh, defend it. Uh, so, oh, shit. We are 70 downloads away from 3,000. Yeah, so hopefully this gets us over the top. I wanted to do something. I don't know why I just this came to me all of a sudden, because we always talked about wanting to do the... Mr. 3000, the Bernie no, Mac movie? Yeah, the Bernie Mac movie for 3000 downloads, which would have been like, why? I don't know. Nobody <laughs> would listen to it. Nobody would have listened to it. That movie from the like 2004, when was that movie came out? Doesn't matter. Uh, 2004. It's like the most 2004 movie of all time. The, I, I don't know. I've been, we always talked about wanting to do MCU movies, but there's, it's, there's so many and such a large i don't know cat backlog of them now mm-hmm. that it's tough to sort of start that so i think it seems appropriate to do the ones that everybody knows which are the two biggest movies of all time infinity war and Endgame. so uh how y'all doing dex looking dapper Swag. yeah i went to my mom's birthday dinner shout out to my mom um shout out miss hidden yeah, I drove 45 minutes, uh, but, you know, it only took me 30 because I got to do it for the pod. I was out here speed racing. It was a good time. Don't do that if you're listening to the podcast. One Take Podcast encourages <coughs> you to break the law, as always. Please do crime. Break the walls down. 
<laughs> Sometimes do crime. Um, all right, so I guess we'll just get into these reviews because this is a long-ass movie. Well, let me read the uh, synopsis. Yeah, I mean, it's Infinity War. Like, y'all, you, you know what it is. You know, it, you you know, know what, what this is, man. But, all right, Avengers Infinity War came out two years ago now, which is, that wow. Uh, it is two hours and 29 minutes long. The Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin put an end to the universe. That's a pretty good description, actually. Uh, has an 8.4 on IMDb. It is rated the number 64 movie of all time by IMDb uh, users. Is it? Uh, but um, it was written and directed by Anthony and Joe Russo screenplay. There's 14 <clears throat> credits on this screenplay. Jesus. Goodness. I, oh, because it it's all... It's all Disney execs. Well, no, it's all, yeah, it's all based on the characters created by, oh yeah, you know, Stan Lee and Jim Starr. Jack Starr. Kirby. Yeah, Jack Kirby. Um, but it was written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Um, Anthony and Joe Russo uh, directing uh, from, going from community to doing this is mind boggling, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, has only a 68% or 68 meta score, surprisingly. Uh, for as renowned as this movie is. It was nominated for one Oscar, which was Best Achievement in Visual Effects. Didn't win, surprisingly. Oscars uh, hate superhero movies. Yeah, apparently. And it, it stars the biggest names in Hollywood, which is also bananas. <clears throat> Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, John Cheadle, ben Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Holland, Chadwick Boseman, Zoe Saldana, Karen Gillian, uh, Tom Hiddleston, Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, Anthony Mackie, on and on and on. And Idris Elba, who got out of there so quick. Man, so that was quick. devastating. Dude, they uh, did him dirty. They, they set the tone really fast. Sebastian Stan. Uh, I'm How How do we pronounce Guerrera? Uh, how do you pronounce her name? Um, Akoye from uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage, Benedict Wong, Dave Batista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin, Chris Pratt, and Sean Gunn as on-set Rocket. Okay. If you haven't ever seen those uh, videos <laughs> of Sean Gunn walking on his hands and his hands and knees, <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever where he's just – he's they could use – Probably a child, but they just have Sean nah. Gunn walking around on his hands and his knees for motion. Got to be Sean Gunn. Yeah, exactly. Sean Gunn is hilarious, though, man. Oh, um, this movie made so much money. Disney had us by the balls. Um, Still does. $321 million budget, which it's so funny to think that they spent that much money on this movie because they knew they were like, we're going to make that back. Can you imagine had they not? That's that's all gonna go to salaries too. Yeah, like they were just like, nah, we're not, we're just gonna make that back. It made two billion dollars worldwide. That's that's incredible. Yeah. They deserve. They yeah. deserve. They definitely has an eighty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety one audience score. <clears throat> Avengers: Infinity War. Ab, uh, Abley juggles. Abley, Abley, good lord, Royden. Abley, you work, you work for the news, right? The liberal yeah. media. 
Okay. Yeah, those things. Uh, juggles a, <laughs> a dizzying array of MCU heroes in the fight against their gravest threat yet, and the result is a thrilling, emotionally resonant blockbuster that mostly realizes its gargantuan ambitions. All right, we'll start with Rascal, the superhero expert. Go ahead, man. Rating, letter grade, review, what have you. Start out strong. Give it an F. Just shit on it. <laughs> yeah. This is the worst Let's movie I've ever go. seen. This movie is terrible. Howard the Duck was better. No. Good God. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I give it an A. Um, actually, I give it an A+. Plus. This is honestly the first movie that I've ever seen where I was in the movie theaters, and the whole time, all I could think about in the back of my head was, who's going to die? Mm-hmm. Like, that was legitimately all I thought throughout the whole movie, even though there was supposedly some meme floating around of all the characters who were supposed to die in the movie i tried to avoid spoilers and things like that at all costs so it that's why i give it an a because it was the first movie that i've ever really watched where the stakes were high enough to have me on edge the whole entire movie now as far as the review goes it was everything you could ever want in a superhero movie you had a, a grave villain who We've never seen anything like Thanos in a super villain in a superhero movie. Have any of you guys? Anybody? No. I mean, the closest thing, and I'll I'll talk about it later. The closest thing is probably Darth Vader, like the ominous yeah. of it, the how ominous he is. But I'll I'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that was it for me. Was Thanos really took the cake for me and made the movie what it was? Other than that, the movie was visually beautiful. And the way that they took all of those movies and put them together in one movie and had all those characters coexisting, to me, that just automatically gives it an A. It is incredible how they were just able to, like, Kevin Feige, the the guy with, uh, who, by the way, Kevin Feige ne- has never not worn a hat. You've never seen Kevin Feige without a hat. He's just bald. go on. It's incredible. <laughs> It's incredible how he's just never without a hat, even on like red carpets. But um, him bringing all of this together in a vision that he had. Shit. I mean, leading up to this movie, 10 years in the making. Incredible. Jake, go ahead. Oh, actually, if you if you look up Kevin Feige, the third photo is him without a hat. So. Oh, no, I lied. <laughs> you look like an idiot right you look now. Like, making me look stupid, man. Stop. God, nobody. Nobody use Google. For the rest of this episode, just nobody use it. <laughs> Take everything we say as factual. Yes. <laughs> Stop the uh, count. Stop the count. <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs> Keep counting. Stop it. Um, yeah. So there was like a, a question on Twitter, I don't know, like a month ago, two months ago. Time doesn't matter anymore. But it was like, what moment in a movie was like the most emotional or like most like communal experience you've ever had and i didn't want i wanted to answer something pretentious but like when i saw the godfather because i was alive in 1970 but like my real answer was this i remember sitting in the seat at the very ending going no there's, there's got to be more I, ne- I need the answer right now i'm not gonna wait a whole fucking year for this i i need to know what happens right now and everybody else around me was doing the same thing like nobody spoke we all just went through the credits together like we actually watched those people die. It was a real snuff film. Like it really felt like a loss. Um, so obviously this movie is is an A, but 
outside of like the storyline and everything the avengers series and specifically like these last two movies this is now what the benchmark of a franchise has to be mm-hmm. all those people that you listed that start in this are mostly huge stars like the biggest stars because of this franchise like before captain america you knew chris evans as the angry boy from from scott pilgrim or uh, human as, torch yeah the human torch of the failed fantastic four series not another so, teen movie where he has banana up his ass god the movie's Wait, great have you never yeah. seen not another teen movie it Whoa, is it absolutely is. not no that's no. incredible <laughs> guys scrap he, this episode we're about to watch not another was, teen movie <laughs> the where Can't he lie. throws the football and bre- that guy breaks in half is the funniest <laughs> is the funniest shit I think I've ever seen. (laughs) It's so bad. They keep tally of Bobby Ray's concussions. Yeah. Oh my God, Jesus. Yeah, you need to watch Not Another Teen Movie. It's It's, it's really, really good. It's honestly fantastic. If you haven't seen it and you want a good laugh, I highly recommend it. But I mean, like, and, and going, obviously, I think uh, Skojo was huge then, but like Robert Downey Jr. was an actor on his way out that was mm-hmm. most known for getting sober after eating Burger King. Uh, and Who now, was on crack? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Um, he was doing, hey, sorry to interrupt your uh, interrupt no, 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 you no, twice, no. but he was doing drugs. Yeah, like, no, he, he was like, doing drugs. Like, not the fun kind. The the, the kind that's going to kill you. Like, Academy Award-nominated actor. I mean, he had a weird childhood, but, like, but like he was doing... Yeah, he was caught He was caught with his pants down. Probably literally. <laughs> literally. Like, it, no, like, he literally was caught with his pants down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. Anyway, go ahead. But my point being is, like, this is... These Avengers movies, and specifically Infinity War and Endgame... This is the benchmark. This is what you have to be to be a franchise now. This is the movie-going experience that we kind of expect now from these big million-dollar, billion-dollar blockbusters. So this is just an A for it, just setting that benchmark alone for being the movie experience that we all want and crave and need and it being like the baseline of what media consumption is it's like you have to make an avengers level something for you to be relevant now um but i mean otherwise else story-wise i can't really nitpick this thing too much like there's some sciencey stuff that i'm like eh but otherwise else this is kind of a perfect movie yeah there's a few like there's a few not red herrings but um Uh, what's the word where they just they just jump in it it's like now this there, is how what this is and you're just like oh, some, I'm, I'm missing the word there's some threads that like get unraveled that they never tie back up yeah and there's like, definitely some times where it's just like oh thor needed an eye here's an eye like you know some of that stuff the, but the, anyway. the deus ex deus ex thank you um or like peter dinklage is like i need to find the handle i need to find the handle and he's never found again oh yeah Groot just makes the handle, and then... He's just gone. Peter Dinklage, an actual really big actor, very important, coming off of Game of Thrones, (laughs) and they just let him run off screen. Yeah, he was, like, the actor at that point, because he just kept winning Emmys for... Yeah, like, coming off of Game of Thrones. He was a giant. A giant. They made him a a sad boy boy dwarf. 
in in the in this and <laughs> with no hands. Like no hands. he's hard done by, dude. Oh, yeah, it just runs off screen. That's kind of one of my favorite. <laughs> just like threads unraveled, but um, well, yeah, that's really all I got. <laughs> uh, I mean, next. I I one hundred percent know that we're gonna have. Our th- one of our three fans is going to be like a super Marvel fanboy is going to come after us and be like, um, actually through this whole episode, don't come at us like that. No. Listen this to is... Bench Mode if you want to like listen to somebody go in depth for like 30 episodes. Don't come at us. I mean, Dex did tweet today that that Thor was about to give Captain Marvel that thunderous We're going to talk about those tweets, Dex. And, and, uh, so unless you didn't know what you're dealing with here, that is it. So, this is who Dex, we are. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, I mean, the thunderous hammer is more of an in-game thing. So we'll we'll come back to that in this episode, and and probably that next one too. But, Listen up, Peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a perfect blockbuster movie. Like you can't you can't execute it any better than they did this one. I mean, from the ten years of build up, like. The trailers are some of the best trailers I've ever seen. Yes. Like, all the hype coming into this movie is all there. And they delivered on every bit of it. Like, you you just can't do it any better than they did it. Like, of course, you know, there are some things like, oh, people would have wanted to see this. Or, you know, maybe they would have wanted, like, more permanent deaths or whatever. But, like, for the most part, like, you can't do it any better than they did it. Like, the action is great. Some of my favorite dialogue and lines in any movie ever are in this movie. Like Thanos was giving people bars. <laughs> bars. Ebony Maw was giving people bars. Bars. <laughs> like, bars. Man, look. Ebony. The jokes are always flying. What were you about to say? Oh no, I was gonna say Ebony Maw was. Ebony Mom was dropping nothing but bombs. <laughs> he was on screen for like 20 minutes and had like three or four gems. Absolute gems. Like they they crush the dialogue in this movie. All the action sequences are dope and feel super high stakes. Even like the the characters that we don't really like. I mean, Vision, absolute liability, but still like <laughs> very compelling mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> Star Lord, absolute liability, but still very compelling story. Like they, they gave us some of everything here. Like it's an A plus. You can't you can't do it any better than this. Except they might have done it a little better than this in the next movie. Yeah, so. this the only movie that's ever beaten this movie is its direct sequel. <laughs> you know, like you, you say that, and I guess well, I'll have to rewatch it in a seat. But I like after watching Endgame in theaters and comparing the two experiences, I feel like I enjoyed this one more. Like I don't know what it is. Maybe it was like the the cliffhanger or what. I just feel like I had a better because it's like after Endgame, it felt like there was this thing, like this hole almost. You know what I mean? Like, we weren't going to get more of it, and it just, you knew how it was going to kind of happen, even though the grandiose scale of it was incredible. Like, I was more surprised by what I saw on screen here than I was, because after Infinity War, in-game felt like it was just like, kind of a walk in the, 
the same walk in the park, even though it was way more, it was bigger. Yeah. Which is incredible. You know, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to it whenever we do the Endgame episode, because, I mean, and also we can't really do this episode without talking about Endgame, because it's honestly just one big fucking six-hour movie. that mm-hmm. They killed Build This. It really should have just been one six-hour movie that they happened to split in half. Right. Um, Endgame feels like a heist movie, more than a superhero movie. Like, mm-hmm. their powers don't necessarily yeah. come into play until the very end. Whereas this one is like a more of a superhero movie. So if you go in for like, I need to see powers, I need to see Thor come in and just do hammer shit. This is the movie. Whereas like the next one, it's like, I need to explain time travel to you. And then we got to steal things and our powers are second to this. It's a very good point. And you know, the three hour thing though, too, I loved every minute of Endgame, but it's like the three hour thing too, when you're sitting there, it's like, okay. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's also a swan song because we have to say goodbye to Chris Evans and... Yeah, this So felt, it's also like a salute to. This felt like a breeze to me, the Infinity War. Like I was on the edge of my seat rewatching it just today, which is incredible. But I you know, I'll say something that I think and this will go hand in hand with my review. I feel like and people are gonna get mad at me, stop. This is <laughs> our generation's Empire Strikes Back. One hundred percent. I feel 100%. like it is our our generation's Empire Strikes Back, where it was like, it was like, all right, you had you had the original Star Wars with the first Avengers. We don't count uh, Age of Ultron, <laughs> whatever. Um, Age of it's Ultron. It's actually okay. It, it kind of sticks up. Eh, like it's, it's it's okay. Fine. It's fine. It's better than you remember it being. Yeah, Probably, it, it, like. Mean, Watching it again, watch it on like TBS where it's very low stakes and you don't have to invest time, but it's okay. I mean, yeah. Um, probably. No, when I was in the show, uh, damn. Well, first, I was in a touch on the. You're <laughs> in love with James Spader's voice? I was in a touch on too. the high stakes. Yes, I am. Uh, the, the, that's the good thing about the Marvel movies is that if you look at all of them, all the Iron Man movies, Captain America, all down the line, they're all technically superhero movies. But you could literally slide them in different mm-hmm. genres. For sure. Well, For yeah, sure. like Winter Soldier yeah. is an espionage Ant-Man film. Ant-Man is another high like, film. All... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I think if I were to ever rank them, like Civil War probably is my favorite because I think it's the most super superhero-y out of all of them. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's the game that used to play as a kid. Is like, what happens if you pit <laughs> Captain America against Iron Man? Like, that's, I mean, that's really what it is. It's just your childhood fantasy of like in the backyard throwing your action figures together. Whereas, like, this one is, I, I wouldn't know how to genre define Infinity War, but I would, I'm very confident that Endgame is yeah. more of a heist film than a superhero film. And not in Cluster. a bad way. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I just, I just think that this was such the culmination of like, like you said, you had a new hope with the original. Like it gave you a taste, gave you a tease. Like, mm-hmm. God, when did the first Avengers movie come out? Like, two thousand and twelve. Yeah, so it gave you a tease, a taste, and you had all these movies in between. But then this was like something that we hadn't really seen in a long time, where it was like we had a we had an all time villain who had been built up to be an all-time villain for... We, when did we see Thanos? The like the movie? first... Yeah. Was it in yeah, the first he, Avengers he's movie? He's the post-credit. So it's like we've been like waiting for this guy to show up for six years. And he does, and Josh Brolin kicks it 
out. He knocks it out of the park. He kicks its ass. It's so good. Could and you imagine having been Josh Brolin in 2012, knowing that like in six years I'm going to be a huge and, ass villain? Yeah. <laughs> and just you wait, they switched the actor. Just it's, you wait. It was originally something up. It was originally this. Yeah. I was about to say, like, if you watch the the closing of the original Avengers, it's like it's actor. Thanos, but it, it's a little bit off. It's a little bit off. Yeah, it's a diff- he's a different he's a yeah, completely different color. Well, uh, the actor was actually it's black. green Thanos. I forgot his name, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Um, yeah. It, they they changed his design and stuff too, but it it is one of the Dex, we said no Google. things where it's like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like um damn like empires strike like empire strikes back like those movies the bad guy wins you know what i mean yeah, yeah and it yeah, leaves yeah. you with a sense of oh i need to see more of this well, it it's like we're like all crack addicts we're just we're, we're just like and it paid off on something that there's no way it should have been able to do because there were so many movies in between this, in between <laughs> Iron Man and now, yeah. and it just and I'm kind of going in circles. But I, to say it's it's an A, it's an A for me. It probably probably should be an A plus, but you know I'm, you may be able to talk me into it. But it just being able to pay off all of those things from the time that we were in high, like me and Dex were in high school, like you know, it's just like. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words, but the fact that they were able to pay this off and in a way that left you needing to see Endgame as well, too, yeah, is you know, is incredible. And and also the fact that they were able to keep a lot of these secrets until the theater, like until the theater, it came out in theaters, and just the way that the production behind all of this and getting all of these actors to agree to be in it. Academy Award nominees, you know, actors that get the most on any set, yeah, actors that get the most money on any set that they're ever on are all in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hats off to Anthony and Joe Russo for, you know, directing the paintball episodes of Community to going and doing <laughs> Thor landing on Wakanda. It's incredible. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how you were able to do it. Um, also, something we have to talk about. Yeah, we have to Chadwick do. Boseman doing this while going wow. through God. Cancer. It is impossible to watch these movies now. It is impossible watching these movies now, now knowing that you're like, holy shit. Um, I mean, to your point, uh, all the, all the Avengers movies up to this point, while high stakes in their own way, were pretty low stakes. Like you knew very self-contained. Yeah. You knew they were going to win. Like (laughs) as Mm -hmm. much as Jeff Bridges, please recover. As much as like Jeff Bridges was terrifying in Iron Man, you knew Robert Downey Jr. was going to kick his ass in the end. Mm-hmm. As terrifying as Hugo Weaving was in um, Captain America, you knew he was going to die, even though he's a fucking Nazi. Like, it's still kind of low stakes. Whereas like this time, Thanos gets fucking stabbed in the heart and he still yeah. wins. Mm-hmm. Like all of our superheroes suddenly can't defeat it. And like, it really does feel very empire. Like, Oh no, 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 no. The bad guys are actually way stronger than you thought they were. And our heroes look like idiots compared to them. And it gave a vulnerability. I mean, Iron Man's always sort of been vulnerable in all of his movies. Um, but it gave a vulner- vulnerability to some of these guys that it hadn't 
before. And then to have the balls, which it's in the comic. It's not like we're if, if we were all smart, we would have read the comic. But yeah. like, of course, a, a billion people didn't read the comic book. So, you know, it's it, it it was still shocking to have a movie to have the balls to have a movie that just made a billion dollars Black Panther before this came out to mm -hmm. kill him off and to kill off Spider-Man to kill off Guardians of the Galaxies which had two movies come out before this that both made nearly a billion dollars the the gall to do that is incredible yeah i've never had an experience like that before where the entire theater was packed and silent like we mm -hmm. just a big ass group of strangers just sitting there silently like we we're about to take a test like it was that kind of quiet like Dude. until there was this one lady <laughs> in my theater when i saw this movie for the first time she literally just said she was a white woman too she literally just goes they fucking killed Black Panther. <laughs> Breaking this silence as we're sitting there watching the credits. And then we were all fucking cracking up. See, you got up. the good experience. I was in my theater what a, tearing up and shit. I was like, damn, they really did it. They, they did it. There was... There was... Dude, what timing by that lady. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> um, there was literal you could hear people I, I vividly remember when we were in the theater remember those oh, things man. theaters that's great um <laughs> god ah uh, man that, that's, that's i mean uh, I, I i saw ten fuck. In anyway um i don't know whenever i'll be back right i mm. <laughs> the the there was literal when spider-man was dying there was literal people like once he died and like he's holding his like his yeah. his head in his hands and everything there's people you could hear yeah, you could hear literal people sniffling, like bad That's crying the in yeah. the theater, like, <laughs> like <laughs> just like, wow. That's the impact that this movie had. People love these movies, and you, I mean, it's extremely telling because our only connection to Tom Holland at that point was Homecoming. He had one movie. Mm -hmm. No, well, he he was in Civil War, but yeah barely but really our connection was and to lose him is so devastating even though we we have one tether to his character yeah, he was that important that. to us there's been debates on twitter all week because of all the spider-man news and they started filming <laughs> spider-man 3 about like who's the best spider-man uh the one that everybody cried yep. when he died that yeah. one it's not if, close. Yeah, it's, if, not, it's not close for me if spider-man 3 ended with toby Maguire dying i'd be like well that was sad that sucked. Whatever. That sucked. You know, the, and the one. Let's never one talk that, about Andrew Garfield. <laughs> poor guy. The one that everybody had like a release of emotional catharsis whenever he came back on screen and Endgame. That guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So I I don't know, man. I, I we can get into notes and stuff, but it's just how much. And there's something to be said about people just fucking like martin scorsese where it's like everything doesn't need to be a superhero film yes also but, counterpoint yeah in <laughs> game and infinity war and all of these movies that so many people obviously are connected to because they're just fun man so mm -hmm. they're just so fun um things that we cannot do in real life like i'm not gonna go watch you know for what it's worth great actor legendary actor robin robert de niro like 
I would much rather watch this than hit old guy Robert De Niro stomping out somebody outside <laughs> of a deli. Like, well, I would watch that scene Irishman. specifically, but I... the Irishman sucks. I want to flick that you off so stinks. bad right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do that movie fucking stinks. Sorry. We need to fight on this podcast. There's a sexual tension building up. But no, like you're you're absolutely right. Jesus. I encourage Royan to release his news on Twitter. He still hasn't done it. Um, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Episode four thousand. Um lose followers instantly. No, like uh before we get into the notes, like the worst English teacher I've ever had in my life in high school was a tremendous dick. Mallory can attest to this. Just a huge asshole. But he did have like one kernel of knowledge, and that was like, you can't shit on people for reading New York Times bestsellers. Like, you can't be like, fuck you for reading Da Vinci Code, but never reading To Kill a Mockingbird. Like, they're still fucking reading. They're still taking a part in some conversation. They're still being a literate person. And like, you, the, the same argument applies here is that like, yeah. I like for me, for instance, like I am a film snob and I love talking about like the, you know, German impressionism and that's fine. But like, I also love this shit. And the fact that this gets people to go to theaters to be a part of like the conversation of media and the impact of media and like how, how big this thing is like for this to be the, the standard now that we compare all movies to like, at least they're going, at least they're being a part of it. So we have to credit Avengers for being something that at least connects people and at least allows them to enjoy a theater experience. I will say this, uh, if this was anyone, if this has any other studio, but Disney, they would have fucked this up. So oh, bad. for sure. I just keep please, thinking about that. Please see Warner Chris Brothers, Evans. Fantastic four. I mean, if any of these properties still belong to Fox or Sony, well, Spider-Man still belongs to Sony, but, but in, but they have Kevin if, Feige. Like, yeah, if, 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 yeah, it, it really it's what it is. Like, if Feige wasn't behind it, going, trust me, trust me, I got this with Disney's money. No, this no. would have never have happened. Which to be said, Kevin Feige before yes, Kevin. <laughs> oh, those movies stink, rascal. Sorry. Um, the uh, <laughs> the it can't be said enough though that Kevin Feige before he got on this run of making these movies, he had some stinkers, man. It, with doing the superhero stuff before that you know he had the last stand he was a, the executive producer on both of those shitty fantastic which the first fantastic four isn't as bad as you remember it being but it's still bad but he was the executive producer on spider-man 3 he was the executive producer on x-men the last stand the worst x-men like of course he had x-men 2 and he was uncredited on spider-man but he was also a co-producer on daredevil that bad hulk movie Jeez. from 2003 you know like the air elect- yes. that why he was like i'm never using hulk <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably he screwed over twice on two hulk movies um electra you know he was just he he had a run of some really bad bad movies and it took a minute to kind of get the mcu off the ground people love these movies but you know Iron Man 2, I like it. It's not that great. Thor you know 2 what I mean? is no. bad. Thor, is, is, bad. Thor 2 <laughs> is bad, technically. Thor is sort of boring in comparison, going back and looking at it. And I, y'all know how I feel about Captain America, the first Avenger. 
uh, <laughs> you feel that, incorrectly that movie is boring um it, it's it's a little boring so like and also he was the executive producer on the amazing spider-man movies which also Jeez. kind of failed so it is it can't be said enough how they pulled this off and i think it was a he started actually allowing actual visionary creatives to come in like james gunn like taika watiti <laughs> like the russo brothers to do these things that they had this vision for instead of having like Kenneth Branagh or whoever yeah. do Thor. You know what I mean? And it, it, Kenneth Branagh's made some great movies, but you know, eh. please see Tenet. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with that. And the fact that at, at some point in time, Feige looked at Taika and was like, you want a Thor movie? No, we really don't have a script. Just go for it. And then to be like arguably one of the best Avengers series films of all time is just them improving so hard on Ragnarok. And well, and it can't be said enough, and I took this note down, the, the reason that this movie does kind of work is because it looks like the Russos, and I think this is true, <laughs> you know, had James Gunn on set, had Taika yeah, Waititi come in mm -hmm. and do like yeah like consulting work for these characters so the fact that all of these they they feel like the characters from the movies that we love all together whereas they could have messed up and like gotten the guardians of the galaxy completely wrong but they feel like the guardians of the galaxy that we've seen in two movies before this thor feels like the same thor from ragnarok so it is sort of an interesting thing that all of them feel like the same characters yeah, they um, nailed it. And there's something in this movie for literally every fucking body. Like, yeah. you can get whatever you want to get out of this movie. Humor, high stakes, you know, family drama, um, you know, father and son relationship between Tony and Peter. You have, like, all the action. You can get whatever the fuck you want to get out of this movie. There's something here for everybody. So, like, that whole... You know, Scorsese, everything doesn't have to be amusement parks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, you're right. Not everything has to be this way, but it's important for us to have things that are this way from time to time. Because like, Absolutely. I mean, y'all saw it. We all fucking loved it. Like, we need we need wins like Absolutely. that as a, as a world. Like, we need to have those things that we all experience together. Mm -hmm. Collect The collectiveness of this movie is a big thing, too. Everyone talked about this. Whereas, you know, with Netflix and streaming, I, I stream as much as anybody or binge as much as anybody. But with those things comes, it's here and then it's done. This felt like it hung around. And it, and it was. It was in theaters forever, too. But this felt like it hung around. And to talk about the theme park thing, you know, and the collectiveness of it, and or even if it's dumb fun. Sometimes you just need a Big Mac. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Sometimes you just need Comfort those French fries. Food. Like, you just got to... Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, whatever $5 box of Taco Bell they got, I'll take it. Like, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Rasso, do you have any thoughts on this on, on this movie as far as, like, the, just the scope of it? I mean, it was an event. Here, it was pause. something that we were not ready for. <laughs> I remember literally binge-watching mm -hmm. every single... I've seen those each Marvel movie at least four or five times and i remember watching them all again mm -hmm. just to go to the movies and see you know infinity war 
Like it was an event and it was an event that we've never seen. Like you said, it's our empire strikes back. It is something that mm-hmm. we weren't prepared for and that we just got our, we got mind blown on. So I think it was definitely an event. I think this is one of the few movies that I went and saw twice. Like I don't see yeah. movies very often twice, you know, cause yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just wait. But I mean, it's expensive to go to the movies, but the, uh, I definitely it was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see this again for sure. Run it back. Yeah, yeah like within sure. a within a week, I think I was was back in the theater watching it. Jake, you said pause for something. It's actually more of a note thing. So when whenever it gets notes, I'll drop drop it because it's a, okay. it's like the very first thing. Uh, also, who did Edgar uh, Edgar Wright? Who was the director? Edgar Wright. Edgar yeah, Wright. that's my favorite thing is that they <laughs> they had Taika Waititi after they were like, oh, I don't know about Edgar Wright b- directing a movie. <laughs> Edgar Wright. I think he's, I think he's still Questionable pissed Questionable casting choices. That. Yeah, I think he's still pissed off about not uh, being able to direct a uh, Marvel movie. But um, he'll get one. It, you know what also can be... Huh? He was supposed he to do Ant-Man. Ant-Man. No, he was supposed to do Ant-Man. Uh, um, yeah, he was supposed to do Ant-Man, and they, they, I think they fired him before filming started, um, which, which would have been awesome. But it, it also can't be said enough. We say that Disney was able to do this, but how they were able to do this and mess up Star Wars as bad as they've done... And I don't want to get it. It's not a Star Wars Marvel conversation because those are annoying. But, mm-hmm. but the the way that they messed up handling that universe while also doing this is mind boggling. Yeah. And I guess it's who's at the helm, like Kathleen yeah, Kennedy it's, over it's, Kevin yeah. Feige. It, it's one hundred percent who's at the helm because Feige is much more. Trust me. Trust me. Like I, he's a nerd. Feige is one hundred percent a nerd. Watch any interview with him; he is a nerd, and that's okay. That's like that is absolutely what you want behind that. That's steering this ship. It's is saying, trust me, I know the source material. I know the people, the right people that can do this. Whereas with Star Wars, it was a much more corporate approach. It was much more, what is the canon that we want to go with? What is going to earn us the most money? What is it going to test well with audiences? Whereas Feige's was much more like. What's true to the nature? What is going to bring people together? What's going to be funny? What is going to make superhero movies both cool and funny? Yeah, and I think part of it with the MCU is like, I mean, they were kind of playing with house money at some point. Like, mm-hmm. once you oh, get like, the first few, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we're doing great. Let's just keep it going. You know, we weren't supposed to be here anyway. Nobody <laughs> thought we could pull this off. But making a Star Wars trilogy, it's like, okay, you have to live up to the original Star Wars trilogy. Like, we've already seen two of them. You know, one of them apparently stinks. I haven't seen it, but uh, the prequels apparently stink. Um, but, yeah, like, the original Star Wars trilogy, they're okay in everybody... A cute way. They're okay in a cute way. Never seen them. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, everybody wants you to live up to that hype of the original Star Wars trilogy. You're trying to recreate something instead of, you know, like, driving something new and just yeah. kind of seeing like wherever it goes um so you know they kind of ran into that problem but also they just needed to pick a leader and stick with it instead of you know having different people direct 
like different parts of this trilogy with yeah, completely I, different villains. The problem like, with the visions. Star Wars universe, I don't have a problem with how they ended it. I have a problem with how they approached the ending. But that's neither here nor there. Well, and then now you see that, like, that's the reason The Mandalorian is so fun and good. Like, they had Dave Filoni's behind it, who's like George Lucas's right-hand man, and he understands Star Wars. Yeah. Like, he understands the lore or whatever you want to call it, which is funny to think about because it's like the lore behind something that some guy just made up, like, in the 70s. Yeah. Um, and also John Favreau, too, which who, who also had Another a fucking part. nerd. Yeah, another nerd who also had a huge part in creating the MCU nerd. as well. Um, well. The guy from the guy from Swingers <laughs> is, is the masthead for the uh, for the entire MCU, which is funny to think about. Um, the guy that became an MMA fighter briefly and friends. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> I don't know. Those Star Wars movies are a train wreck. But it is interesting. It will be interesting to see where they go from here. And then we can get into the notes. If y'all have anything yeah. to say about this, where do you go from here? And we can have this discussion after Endgame as well. And I'd love to get TJ's thoughts on this too because it'll be more appropriate. But Rascal, like, where do you go after here? Obviously, they're going more cosmic with the Eternals. Uh, maybe dumb, you know, keeping it more... Also going back to keeping it locally with like thing you know i don't know what's the game plan uh what's the movie the black widow keeping it local with the black widow like mm -hmm. where do you go from here because obviously they may introduce the multiverse yeah. with spider-man well you, you know, have like, to what introduce do do? the mutants that's a that's a, a to oh, me yeah. that's a key component you have to introduce the mutants you have to bring in the you know the the first family uh the fantastic four you, and if you're going to go cosmic, man, and I'm going to, I will die on this hill. If you are going to go cosmic, you have to give us Beta Ray Bill. You can't go cosmic without Beta Ray Bill. He's in, um, I think he's in the new Thor. Uh, not he? from what I've heard, but Love that would be awesome. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's just interesting because there yeah. are plans to make a Fantastic Four movie. They're definitely doing the multiverse shit with um sure. like the least the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Is yeah, I'm kind of upset that we know that already. Yeah. With how Christian well they Bale's kept... in Love and Thunder? Yeah, he's I... I thought they he was gonna play Bale, no, but the I don't villain, think that's if true. I'm not mistaken. Um that's the thing too is all these actors are always like you know i don't know about marvel movies or whatnot like and then they just throw a billion dollars at you and they're just like they just hit you with money you're like okay fine you know like natalie portman that was the funniest thing ever the natalie portman i'll never be in another superhero movie again out she walks on comic-con with taika watiti yeah. you know what i mean Right. Idris Elba hated being in these movies. I will but, say you know, that he's yeah. back. Yeah, he hates it. Man, that's money. <clears throat> hard done by it. But it'll be interesting to see what they do because it is so hard with how they did this and the buildup and all these characters that you, they have to make you care about characters again because we literally were in love with Tony Stark. You know, mm -hmm. like he, he, people. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was. That's what I was going to say is that like they unfortunately closing out this chapter 
is we have to introduce yeah. new characters and we've spent a <clears throat> decade falling in love and being friends and basically having the Avengers be like families, like the connecting uh, tendril, I forgot what the word I was going for, to the MCU and to introduce new characters. It, it's going to be hard. So you have to start out, unfortunately, in a very Star Warsy way or how really any series is, is that we need like a Black Widow and um you know a thor and i i don't know how they're gonna do another black panther but another black panther like we still need to connect it and then start introducing it out Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting but uh, you know 40 minutes in 50 minutes an hour in let's get into some notes it just it's only appropriate that we just had this long conversation i will say this does look incredible in 4k man and it looked great in theaters but watching it on my tv i was like i was look at this guy Done. Flaunting that he has 4K money. All right. You don't have 4K. Every TV is 4K. <laughs> well, before uh, we get into the notes, 4K. I just want to say that between the, the between the comic book and the movie, the difference is in the comic book, Thanos is doing this simply because he wants some cutty from death. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in love with uh, yes. the personification of death. Wait, he wants he yes, wants that death. That is good? his sole purpose <laughs> in the comics. I forgot about that. He wants he wants to bust it down with the uh, yes with death the personification of death. I forgot. She about bad, that. bro. She bad. <laughs> yeah, throwing it back. Um, dear lord, uh, back broken in half by death. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> callback for a long time. Getting your getting your back blown out by death. Um, Once again, I'm very sorry, Mom. Please come back to listen to the podcast. <laughs> they note they show how big Thanos is immediately in this movie. Pause, mm-hmm. just uh, to go along with yeah. Pause. <laughs> No, so, it is funny because he's like picking up he's picking up Thor like yeah. he's like a like a doll. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Chris Hemsworth 6'3, 250 pounds. Like, you know, it's like it's Yeah. And then they have Hulk fight him and he's the same size as Hulk. Yeah. Like that's how big this motherfucker is. And also, what a kick ass way to really introduce Thanos in that we through this whole series, like Hulk is our is like the top of the level. Like even Thor can't punch him out. We had to build an entire suit mm-hmm. of Iron Man shit to calm uh, to calm Hulk down, and then Thanos just breaks him like a For fucking twig. You have to have Black Widow. You have to have Black Widow <laughs> whisper sweet nothings in his ear to get yeah, him to calm the sun's down. Sun's getting pretty low. Also, backtracking, we just shit on Kenneth Branagh. He's the very first voice in this movie. Is he? Yeah, he's the distress signal. Oh, that's interesting. For the Asgardian ship, is they including him in there just a little bit? They tip the hat like you. You directed a Thor movie, so here you go, buddy. You directed the worst Thor movies. (laughs) So Um, Tim and the Hat. I just love how they set the tone with this first scene. Like so fucking dark. Like oh shit, so dark. (laughs) This is not yeah. the superhero shit we are used to. Because normally it's like the opening scene is like in the MCU. The opening scene is where they do like your regular superhero shit. Like they save mm-hmm. like a 
kid or something like and then it's like hey it's captain america i remember him he's saving people and shit he's a superhero this is gonna be great but nah fam like we are getting our asses kicked half of asgard's dead i know you love them the ragnarok it's not a place it's people but now half of them are dead so that sucks for you i did write down them opening with this shit with the ship being attacked after how fun thor ragnarok was is dark like Hey, remember that really bright and colorful movie that everybody laughs and loves? <laughs> Dead body. We killed him. <laughs> yeah. remember, how, remember how fun it was to have Jeff Goldblum? Well, now everybody's dead. Yeah. And they, man, they got Idris Elba out of there. We just talked about it so fast. He was like, I'm not doing this anymore, man. <laughs> one day of shooting. Man, was like, hey, yo, Thor. You don't get one day. You get three scenes or you get three hours of me i'm gonna yeah. lay here i'm not gonna do anything though i'm just gonna lay here he starfishes idris elba <laughs> just starfishes he i mean he finally got his moment in the sun because he was criminally underutilized in the other thor movies for how big of a yeah. star he became you know what i mean and they finally got his moment to like kick ass in thor ragnarok but like they I, he must have been like nah i can't do it anymore <laughs> and they just stab him. They just kill him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it can't be said enough. We, you know, starting it out like this. Thanos has like Floyd Mayweather like Bro. speed and precision against Hulk. He whips Bro. his ass. It was like what? He puts the paws on him. It was a clinic. I'm gonna have to send send the link, but like, there's this guy that does like <laughs> MMA breakdowns and shit, and he broke down the. Thanos versus Hulk fight and absolute clinic. Just dude, just <laughs> they need to put brilliant. Thanos in a UFC. What game. a badass! <laughs> he he what? like slips a punch, throws an uppercut, gives the man a knee. Like whoo! Also, just what a badass way to open up this film is to start it out with the two strongest Avengers that we have, Thor and Hulk. Just getting their asses handed to them. Yeah. Like, and there's there's no other way. Like, you can't go in this movie like, well, maybe Captain America is going to take care of them. No. Your two strongest people are dead now because of this guy. Maybe the dude with a shield can really, really put in work against him. Nah, dog. The magic <laughs> people can't do anything. And then immediately, like, we turn around and be like, well, actually, Vision's super strong, so he'll be fine. Nope, stabbed. Just fucking uh, prison chains. Yeah, like we I open mean, up this movie eliminating our best players. Dude, he he beat Thor's ass. He beat Hulk's ass so bad he gave so the dude he, he gave the PTSD. dude erectile dysfunction for the rest of the fucking <laughs> Yeah, he like I can't get it up anymore, man. He's just like, <laughs> Come on, Hulk. Like, no. Come. You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. <laughs> that is that is true. And then like and the fact that they also had the balls to like Loki had sort of become a fan favorite too, like mm-hmm. the the swing around from the first Thor of him be and Avengers of being the villain, and being well liked and and I think Thor Ragnarok did a lot for the personification of the Thor characters, but mm-hmm. um, you know them killing him and he's just not in the rest of the movie. No, and obviously you kind of thought I kept thinking oh well he'll it's a fake or he'll come back. Nope, he's just dead. No. And I mean, that was, again, what a badass way to open up this movie is that suddenly everything yeah. has stakes. Whereas all the MCU before this, 
we get hurt, we get beaten up, we, you know, Dark Knight Rises, we'll break your back, but you're going to come back and win, and that's fine. We just killed Loki. <laughs> we just killed Idris Elba. We kicked Hulk's ass. There's nothing left. Like, suddenly this matters. It's, Matt Damon isn't going to, like, randomly show up in a guest role for, like, laughs. Like, suddenly this matters. <laughs> this yeah. actually has, like, gravity to it. Um. I will say this: It is kind of incredible in canon that we have known Hulk, or we have known Thanos for nearly ten years. It feels like, but or I guess it would have been six. But we have known who Thanos is, and they still don't even know who he is on Earth. They're like, he's like Thanos is coming. Like, who? <laughs> okay, which is kind of funny. I have a nitpick about that. How fucking convenient to launch Bruce Banner into Doctor Strange's house. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, just how he could land. The Earth is quite big. It's just how convenient for him to land right there. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> Wait a minute, he just lands in like Bangladesh. <laughs> it's like, ah, well, shit. I mean, but like that would that would have been kind of an interesting way to like, yeah, he they, there's like a random field in Ireland. Well, now we had to get Bruce Banner back to America. Like that would have been like a kind of an interesting ten minutes of like. Raising the stakes. No, we just immediately launched him to Doctor Strange's house. We're here, guys. Nobody See, is but going Welcome to fair, New York Sanctum. In the previous movies, Bruce Banner had been, like, lost in space for forever. So yeah. if he just That's had true. also lost at Earth, that would have been trash. <laughs> like the old Hulk TV show where he's, like, literally hitchhiking down <laughs> oh the road. Oh, my God. That would have been really badass if Feige <laughs> did that, if he had the balls to do that. After like we just sad music where he's hitchhiking down the road from another we just town, killed he's Loki. We just killed Idris Elba. We just ball gagged Thor, and now <laughs> we had to watch Hulk hitchhike to that sad piano music. That would have been such a kick-ass move. The my favorite thing about Thor is that I mean, obviously he's a god, but it's just they, they eject him into space and don't even check to see if he's dead. He's just like, and he can just breathe in outer space. I have a lot of questions about that. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's a big thing, like, shut up, that's why. But, like, <laughs> the, uh, in, y'all aren't going to like this, and I have this take. Edward Norton would have been mm. a better Hulk. Mm. I, I, mean, I, I don't, don't know if I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't See, know <laughs> if I like, I don't know if I like Ruffalo as the Hulk. I the wouldn't Hulk like character him in like a solo Hulk movie. No. But I don't need mm-hmm. solo Hulk movies anymore. Uh, Fuck that. Like, we're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they've kind of figured out that it doesn't could work. work. They just don't oh, no. do them in the correct direction. Look, if you're if you're going to give us WandaVision, at least give us like a couple of episodes dedicated to what the fuck was happening between Black Widow and Hulk for reasons never explained. True. Maybe we get that in Black Widow. <laughs> hey, big fella, the sun's Dude, getting real low. While watching you know this, what else is like, getting real low? While watching this, like I've, oh. I suddenly realized we're getting a Black Widow movie. I totally forgot that thing is happening. Yeah, with our girl. Hey. Hey. Yeah, yeah. If y'all, start a- if y'all start acting right, we can maybe go to theaters in a year and see it. <laughs> I doubt it. Before we move on from the opening scene, though, I just want to point out that had Loki been even slightly less trash and he just left the fucking tesseract on asgard to be destroyed you're none right. of this shit happened 
<laughs> well, he's been a, well, he's been he's been terrible. He's been a liability what, from the beginning. I can't agree with mm -hmm. that because all Thanos needs is a time stone, man. Yeah. I mean, he would have had well, to like, yeah. find it though, you know, like. <clears throat> and jumping ahead in Endgame, Thanos is kind of dumb. He doesn't realize that he can time travel. Like he yeah. needs somebody else to explain it to him. So I don't know if he would have figured that out. The 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 difference here between the two movies of the Thanoses that we get is something that we we're gonna have to talk about as well too because I don't know if he's quite as intimidating after this movie, but he's like an all time intimidating here. Um, yeah, this is a Thanos movie. Like yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is his like villain origin story in a way that Endgame is obviously not. So yeah, he was, and also he was on one. Yeah, he was, uh, Josh Brolin putting on a clinic. That can't be said enough is how, like, he revitalized his career, too. I mean, mm -hmm. it started with, like, No Country for Old Men. But it, in the same way that Robert Downey Jr. had, like, a comeback, 80s, 80s child star Josh Brolin coming in and being the biggest villain of all time and then being a really good villain also in Deadpool 2, which yeah. you don't talk about that enough. Um, <clears throat> but the... Uh, yeah, it's just it's incredible that they they were like, you know who was going to be good? Josh Brolin. And he plays <laughs> like, absolute okay. badass. Yeah. Um the quips, the like we were saying the humor in this is also really good too. Like the quips between Doctor Strange and and Iron Man are mm -hmm. great. Like talking about Ben and, ben and Jerry's flavors, things like Hulk that. Hulk the Hulk of Fudge. <laughs> Uh, um, too chalky is what they called his ice cream. Uh, the and then the flip phone with one number in it is Tony a drug dealer? <laughs> he has a whole. He has a phone. Well, no. He has an AT and T flip. Yeah, he has all of this technology, and the one way he can contact Steve Rogers is with a burner. I mean, I know it's just a callback to Civil War, but part of me, like, you know, Tony has been keeping track. Oh, yeah. On him, yeah. He has he has nanobots. He has nano. He knows where oh, Steve yeah. is at all times. You could wake up Tony Stark at four in the morning, and be like, "Hey, where's Steve Rogers?" And two seconds later, you have the answer. Um, man, New York is so hard done by in all of in all superhero movies. <laughs> just York just one city in particular. Kicked. I don't Maybe know what fucking New York. <laughs> <laughs> like it's nobody's always. And why would anybody live there? Like th th this isn't like um. Anywhere where the Avengers headquarters is, is bad news. Like, maybe I won't be at the place where the Avengers tower is. I don't know why I can't think of it, but I can't think of the series of where, like, they keep time traveling backwards. Or they, it's Doctor Who. Like, I, it's, it's not a Doctor Who situation where there's some deus ex where everybody forgets that this mm -hmm. thing happened in New York or London. Everybody lived in New York during the first Avengers. They know this shit is alien activity central. They should have cleared out. Yeah, they they know like they have murals, like they have they yeah. have memorials for what they happened. Have in New statues York. in front of Grand Central. No, no, nobody should live there anymore. Clearly, yeah, that's part the of the only, whole like. Go ahead. Clearly, they like they should have realized that aliens only know one city in the world, and it's New York. We should not live here anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's part of the whole setup in that first uh, MCU Spider-Man movie is like 
them having to hire people to clean up all the shit that they yeah. fuck up in New York. Yeah. No, nope. we got to get out of here. It's a super villain. Tony is like still scarred. He talks about it at nauseum about like, mm-hmm. remember what happened in New York? You're like, yeah, dude, we were there. <laughs> the entire time, the entire reason we have Ultron is because of that. But yet people still fucking live there. Yeah. Um, the, the shit doesn't happen in Kansas City, Missouri. Well, right, right. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Oh God, that's a good movie. Um. I just thought of this. What Dex brought up. We should actually be thanking Thanos a little bit. He's a job creator. Oh no! For sending, <laughs> for for destroying the shit out of New York, but people now have jobs cleaning up all the debris. Like that's that's some New Deal level shit. You're one so, second away from being like Thanos had some really good ideas. <laughs> actually, perfectly balanced as all. No, his ideas make be. no fucking sense. Half we'll the population, yeah, half the population. You know the I people mean, that like like grow the food and, and like do. That's what I was gonna say. Do all like, that stuff, like yeah, we're gonna eliminate them. <laughs> There's a, a a novel. I can't think of the name for the life of me, but it's a post-apocalyptic novel, and it's like the Russians detonate an EMP over the U.S. and it follows like this one tiny town in Missouri or Kansas or something, and they're all immediately fucked because nobody in that town knows how to be a farmer. And like immediately, and the grocery stores and everything get raided, and like whatever food is in people's houses gets used. But within like a few weeks, there's nothing. They don't know how to fucking grow anything, and so it has to deal with that. If you kill half the populations, at least a huge chunk of that are people that knows how to actually survive. <laughs> yep. And also, he's not very specific. So half the populations of living things. Let's just say you kill half the livestock and half the humans. The problem persists, just with a little bit more land. I mean, you're right. But, I mean, at the same time, <laughs> in Endgame, you know, Captain America does talk about how crisp the air is and how, you know, the wool, the whales That's true. Know, they have clean oceans. I'm just saying. The whales are in the Hudson, guys. I mean, Thanos does have there some was, ideas. There was, some there ideas. was a contingent of people on Twitter that, like, after this movie came out, they were like, you know what? If half of y'all just left, it wouldn't like it wouldn't mean anything to me. Hey man, there will You're be right. there were too some points like pre-pandemic where I was like, "There's too many fucking people in Houston." Like, I mean, this was right. Like, you're if he just like worked out the kinks, it's actually kind of a the. the it is a foundation of a, of an idea that I can maybe get behind eventually. Oh, you know what? We should just have. We should just. Let's all do a genocide, guys. That's what like, that's what you're saying right Instant, now. Well, Spider-Man did kind of seem like he feels it. Like it's random. You don't know that. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> he's like, oh, ow, my tummy. Priest, um, pre. It's not exactly. Well, yeah. Bringing back to the movie, it's not exactly painless because pre-snap, his whole plan was just fucking war. Is how we're clearing out half the population, and we're gonna make the other half go through watching that half die. Get the stone. I do and like how he justifies. He like, I can do this quicker with the fucking yeah. stone. Find me the stones. God damn it! I'm tired. I need to. I need to expedite this. I am. Do you I think am worn he, out? Like on Gamora's planet, do you think he had like one of those like little clickers and be like, "All right, we're gonna have to take a little census." All right, there's two billion people here, one billion over here. How do we know exactly half? He counted that population count slower than Nevada is counting these votes. Destroyed. Destroyed. Like, 
I I mean, there like they're there. I just there. I just love how there's a contingent of people that we're always just like. Thanos has some really good ideas. Um, <laughs> when, Thanos still having, an active sub on Reddit. Right. The uh, having Spider-Man in this movie. I mean, of course, he was in Civil War, but introducing him into this was like it was it was a fun time. Yeah. Like I knew it was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be mm-hmm. a different movie. I think when you have him from the jump, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, R.I.P. Stanley, bus driver. Never seen an alien before. Uh, Your city was literally attacked like a handful of years ago, like two. Right. Um, <laughs> you should I do all love not the, be here. I do love the line, Earth is close today. He definitely has some bars. Uh, get bars lost, Squidward. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert Downey Jr. had some bars as well. So... In a like in a interview or like a conference or who gives a fuck, but the Russo brothers basically said that like at this point Doctor Strange had been like reading and he's mastered everything and like he's one of the most powerful Avengers. His opening move is to push wind. Yes. <laughs> Just down that street. Like, what was the point of that? The funniest the funniest thing about Doctor Strange is that like he is a really well liked character in these movies. He only has one movie. He's only been in one thing. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in any other movies, which is actually it's crazy yeah. that we've had all these movies, but we've only had one Doctor Strange movie. And I know they're making the multiverse. He was in Ragnarok Mad. briefly. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's like he doesn't get to use, and I guess he he is sort of a Deus Ex on his own because he's so powerful. But it, I mean, it, I don't know. It is kind of um, funny that we only have one Doctor Strange movie, and he's so relied upon in these movies. I will say, I am super gassy. I will say, <laughs> oh god! And I made like a little grilled pineapple chicken tonight with like a honey mustard sauce. It was so good, but it's coming back. Um, it's, it's sitting. It's sitting. No, I will say, like casting wise, Benedict Cumberbatch probably is the best they could have done for Doctor Strange. Like, I, it's. I can usually play the game of like w- casting what ifs, but this one I really can't. Like I think Benedict Cumberbatch is the best option for it, and, and and really it's because the idea for him in these Avengers movies is that like everybody else can play, but Doctor Strange is the adult in the room. He's the one that that ultimately gets to control. It. He's the one that ultimately gets to say like this is what we're gonna yeah. do or not. And I, I don't think there's another actor that you could have put in that role to be the adult of the Avengers. <laughs> Going toe-to-toe with uh, Robert Downey Jr. quip-wise. Um, I will and say winning. this. And yeah. winning. The, the Iron for Spider... Pushing wind. It's pushing wind. The <laughs> Iron Spider suit is elite. Oh, so all time. Dope. Uh, let's just point out, he's wearing a Spider-Man suit under a Spider-Man suit. Right. That has to be hot. <laughs> it's a lot of Spider-Man suits. Yeah, but it's space, so he's fine. Yeah, it's true. Everything about that suit is fine. Um, it's shiny. Rash, what do you think about the Iron Spider suit? You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't know, man. It was just fire. Like, it was crazy because of how he did it and everything. Because Tony had to call for it to come from the Avengers Tower. That whole scene was dope. But. I still haven't played that. So dope. That's the one I use. I'm too busy gambling, man. Come on now. The Iron Spider suit. It's so. Oh, it's so good. Get your life together, bro. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) But while we're talking about this scene, 
where Peter and Tony and Doctor Strange are in space. We have to talk about the worst MCU character, Pepper Potts. Now oh, is why? not the fucking time <laughs> to fucking call Tony Stark complaining that he's saving the fucking universe right now. Incredible cell phone. reception, though. Incredible cell reception. <laughs> he's I, closer, I mean, he's closer to the he's closer to the uh, space or not the space station, the satellite. the satellites. Yeah, I drop calls with my mom and she's like 20 minutes away from here. But he can have a conversation with Pepper in space. I do love that, though, Dex. Come home, Tony. Like, calm down Tell one second. Tell me you're second. not on the ship, fam. I'm on the ship. I'm saving the fucking universe. Like, you knew, you knew what the deal was. Like, There's no escape pod on this. I mean, we it's fought and we've done this. <laughs> but we knew Pepper was selfish. You are literally marrying Tony Stark. Very, you knew what this is. Very, very <laughs> slight spoiler for Tenet, but the thing is like... <laughs> He's gonna end the world, and my son. It's like, fam, <laughs> oh, yeah, like this yeah. is not about what. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very much. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about, about that right line. Now. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> He's gonna end the world, including my son. No, no, your son is a part of this world. <laughs> it's no relax. <laughs> that's what dying means. Oh my god. The uh, the twists <laughs> between also. Thor and Peter Quill and all this stuff are really incredible. It's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, we had to talk about that. What an incredible thing to do to body shame. Beautiful. Chris Pratt, somebody that like has good been looking like Chris Pratt. Yeah. People still to this day talk about like his transformation for Parks and Rec and like those shots of him when he first became Peter Quill and he has like the six pack. Incredibly beautiful Chris Pratt. There's no argument there. For them to like sit there for two minutes and body shame him is such a bold move. <laughs> They're sitting there. Well, it's because look, it's Chris fucking Hemsworth, dude. Yeah, I mean like no no no, going to Toto, he lost, but even yeah. for Dave Putista to be in there, also an incredibly beautiful man. Like yeah. they're all Bro, just shitting on Chris. That whole it's that whole entire he goes, roast. He goes, you're one sandwich away from being hilarious, bro. Like, what? <laughs> like they hold they held no punches. There dude. were no punches held. Yeah, the yeah. fact that that's coming. <laughs> Like a second there, it's like everybody's like, ooh, maybe they actually do hate Chris Pratt. And Rocket being played by incredibly beautiful Bradley Cooper. Right. (laughs) Groot being played by incredibly beautiful Vin Diesel. Yeah. Everyone in this movie is so good looking outside (laughs) of those alien thing. Like, Ebony Maul is gorgeous with his. Like random, I mean, you're not wrong. Head. But everyone, <laughs> shout out Carrie Coon. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Hand, handshake meme. Um, <laughs> rascal, rascal Dex. Whoa! Oh my god! Down Ebony it's happening again. Oh god! Not at not no. Ebony Ma. Proxima no, no, Midnight. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> I will be making that meme now. <laughs> oh my oh. god, that was a weird <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, it's because I texted you a picture of yeah, Ebony Moss when I said "daddy." 
<laughs> I do love is like, are, oh my god, are you making your voice? I am not making my voice my deeper. Voice. Um, they're 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 Rocket Avengers. and Thor have some great chemistry. Yeah, they're the Avengers. They're Earth power most powerful heroes. Like Kevin Bacon, maybe he might have joined them. I don't know. Um, I do love how he goes. He said, "I need to go to that planet," and he goes, "That word's made up. All words are made up." I like, quote that line all the fucking time. I say that shit to everyone. That's a great line. I think I had missed that the first time. I was like, that word's made. Up. All words are made up. Okay, and then cut to Ireland. With uh, or Scotland, what was it? It doesn't matter. Um, but just actual Paul Bettany, yeah, not as not as Vision. That had to have been him, like going, like, can we not be in this red makeup for like one second? I, just, I don't want to wear this right now, guys. Could we? I am married to Jennifer Connelly. I need a little bit more respect. I do love how there's there's a part of that where it's like Scarlet Witch was probably like. Can we like change this a little bit? <laughs> like, like, I love you. But how did you not good for anyone? Why did you go? I mean, Paul Bettany, great looking guy. Why Gorgeous. Paul Bettany skin? Like, why did you do that? <laughs> well, you can be anybody. Do you think that was like a conversation they had? Be like, look, hi. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is? Which? Why? Why that? You know? Like, know. you know? You, you know Thor? that conversation? Can you know you. Like, you know, you have that conversation with your significant other where you're like, I hate that shirt, but I can't fully tell you I hate that shirt. Mm. I hate your skin, but maybe, maybe just a little be bit of Paul Bettany tonight. I don't know. Uh, I can't do Paul Bettany tonight. Brad Pitt. Let's get him in here, please. Thanks. <laughs> Honey, again, I just want to go to a restaurant and they're not going to serve you when you're just the bright red, <laughs> yellow, bright red alien with the yellow dot. Like, we can't do that anymore. We gotta we gotta change up something here. They refuse service several times with a cape. You gotta get rid of the cape. Also, how incredibly convenient! Nobody was in that train station or on the street. <laughs> yeah, to watch gonna... any of this go down. Nobody in Scotland saw them fly off the spaceship. Right. I, my favorite thing about Scarlet Witch's character is that she just dumps the accent. Oh yeah, just no <laughs> Russian accent anymore. She's just like, nah, I'm, got, I'm not going <laughs> to. Elizabeth most Olsen's accurate. like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Elizabeth Olsen, the most attraction, most attractive Olsen sister. It's also, the one that made it. The one that made it. No, the, the other one that Olsen's didn't kill Heath Ledger. billionaires, dude. Oh, yeah. The ones that didn't kill Heath Ledger? Jesus Christ. Allegedly. Yeah. Well, pretty much. What is that story? Uh, I forgot which sister... Well, oh, one of the sisters was with him like the night before Whoa. and basically like gave him the drugs or something. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. Dark. Um now I okay. make this up. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um okay. Vision, we got to talk about this. This is going to be probably the longest conversation we have. Because it makes it's the through line throughout the entire movie. Vision is supposed to be this all-powerful. He was the Deus, like I keep saying this word, but he was the Deus Ex in Ultron. He's supposed to be this all-powerful thing with this all-powerful stone in his head, and he's stabbed. 
He's an absolute liability. He got caught slipping. Fucking useless <laughs> the entire time. Like, how did they do that? Yeah, how did they do that? Like, he's supposed to, he's supposed to be this all-powerful thing, and then hey, all man. of a sudden they're just making him useless. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I put on Twitter, he's more useless than Ryan Gosling at cornerback. <laughs> Jeez. Ooh. Ooh. Hot takes. No, I mean, you're right. That, like, that he, 2005 meme. Vision in this whole entire series is criminally underutilized because in like the comic books, he's incredibly strong. Like he's one of the strongest in the MCU. And when we get him in Age of Ultron, he ends up kind of just be doing a Thor thing where he flies around and, and kind of uses the laser beam. And he gets a little bit more depth in action and uh, Civil War in the uh, airport fight scene. I mean, but then immediately honest, we get him in Infinity Vision War. He gets prison trained and he's out. We're done. Gone. <laughs> out for the year. Uh, power notes. At- <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. it's true. out for the year. Stab wound. I mean, yeah. I, I, well, I guess we'll find out what happens in in Wanda Vision, but at least Strange is it's going on. Important. At least he gets another movie. The yeah, um, Strange had like an actual role to play, like in you it's know, true. In the Infinity so at least in end game, he becomes a, a he he blocks water effectively for yeah. most of that fight. That's funny. <laughs> for most uh, of he opens up a portal. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, he just what feeds vision into Scarlet Witch being pissed off and showing her full potential. He did nothing. <laughs> trash, dead bitch, big trash. dead robot bitch. <laughs> I didn't realize this until this rewatch of this movie, but Vision literally caught one body. He killed one person in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's the only His person whole... who li- one fucking. <laughs> his whole thing is to be like we got to get that stone out of your dumb head like that's his whole thing in the middle of the biggest fight he's laying on an operating table Mm -hmm. dude i don't know maybe i don't know maybe they had to after avengers ultron i I, maybe they had to be like all right we got to dumb his powers down a little bit maybe because he picks up thor's hammer yeah, nobody wants to see Vision fuck shit up, like for real. Like we're we're not here for Vision. Like that's. that's I mean, you're you're absolutely is. right. Like nobody, we get Vision a little bit, and like Paul Benny is kind of a part of this, but he's not. He's not part of the base group. I don't. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Here if, if this movie ended with like Vision getting the final stab on on Thanos as opposed to Thor, it would be less exciting. But still. That guy got just, watch. He got prison shamed. Watch. We're out. <laughs> Which I, you know, what's funny is because the magic people, Scarlet, they know how to fight. I guess have a hard time with these two people, but the people with guns and like everything else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, okay. I'm they, not going they anywhere. Whoop Keep their talking. ass. Like, what's the you know? We can get into it later in the Wakanda fight, but. On the level, and maybe we'll get it in the Black Widow movie. Maybe she's a little bit more powerful than it is. At most, Black Widow is just a really good fighter super spy. Going against an alien, she would get her ass handed to her. 
and the entire Wakanda fight, she would get her ass handed to her. I mean, she did. She nearly got killed. But, I will say yeah. that, but yeah, but like the. Three but she of goes hand to hand with Proxima. Yes, yeah. like somebody who like has destroyed it, worlds like, for fun. She goes hand to hand in those movies that should not have happened. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. At all. I do love the Patton. I do love the Patton Oswalt bit where it's like, ah, send him to the Avengers. They have a guy with a bow and arrow. Yeesh. <laughs> Which is also funny. No, he's, he's not in this movie. And then he's trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> Hawkeye is no, not in this because he's on the farm. He's on the farm. He's happy on the farm. He's got kids. He hasn't gotten his cool sleeve yet, and somehow picked up a sword instead of his bow. And the worst haircut of all time. The God, worst, the mohawk. Ooh. The most how do you do, fellow kids? Haircut of all time. The worst hair. Oh God, that picture of him <laughs> by the lake that got turned into a meme where he's like crying and it's just <laughs> an undercut. Like, oh, it's awful. Uh, um, okay, I I kind of need to talk about Anthony Mackie here. Sure, he's carrying around an Uzi. That's his gut of choice. And he's a yeah, he's I mean. he's an Avenger. A, a little bit past before this in Ant-Man, like he's hanging out in the Avengers compound. He's kind of friends with Tony. He's kind of friends with um Rhodey. War Machine. Like you would think if Spider-Man gets a cool suit, Mackie should have gotten something. But no, he's just walking around <laughs> with an Uzi and somehow that's his he's he's got it. We're fine. I'm interested to see how That's, they make him into Captain America. Yeah. Eventually. But I because I, I think that series is gonna be good, but I don't know. I'm wondering I'm I'm very worried that we're a little far gone and that it might become like a I mean Joseph Gordon Levitt Robin thing. Where, you like, kinda have to give Bucky the shield first before you give it to the wayside. The Falcon. Maybe. So I don't know how that's gonna work or how that's that's just a very that's the one thing I don't like about the MCU is that they like skip over whole entire plot lines just to give you something else that they feel like you're more interested in. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah there, there's a ton of non-fan service because they, they, they need to set up whatever's coming down the line. And they just hope you accept it. And they do. Shout yes. out to yeah. Black in America. Um, them showing how destructive Thanos is on Gamora's flashbacks are great. Still um, so caring. You know, just kind of get <laughs> set the tone of what he's actually trying to do. Like, they give a little bit of backstory there. Because Bats. without it... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, here's this knife, child. Yeah. As all things should be. That line's great. Um, the they leaned into the Drax comedy in this, and I'm just kind of like, <laughs> eh, like it's funny, but the whole like, how long have you been standing there? An hour. Like you know, it's kind of <laughs> like they keep doing it. Um, mm-hmm. The let her go grimace line is incredible. Blow that nutsack off of your face. Yeah. I'm glad somebody yeah. pointed it out. I'm glad in movies somebody's like, your chin makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. What are the lines? Like, what's the... 
The reality stone is frightening, though. I think out of yeah. all of those things, I think it's. I think it may be the most frightening one. Mm. Yeah, the because fact it's, that they, you know, just <laughs> being able to. I'm happy that they brought the collector like back. That is is especially ooh. for that particular scene. Like Benicio del Toro is a hell of a collector, so that was pretty cool to get him back. But the fact that it was just a reality stone, you're right. That's some scary shit. <laughs> Academy Award nominee Benicio del Toro, Del Toro just going for it, whatever that was. He was doing something. Um, let's see. Coming right off Sicario, too. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, them retconning uh, Rhodey's legs, his back being broken, they're just like, oh, we just made something to fix that. Mm -hmm. That's funny. <laughs> they're just like, nah, it's fine. Thor, and then just giving Thor, it's like Chris Hemsworth's not going to wear I mean, an eye patch this entire sexy. movie. Here's another eye. Pirate, yeah. pirate Thor is sexy. <laughs> I okay. We do have to talk about this. I'm not gonna uh, come in on cat that. just just bringing problems to the peaceful Wakanda. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I I'm mean, not legally qualified yes, to answer no. this question. He's just bringing outside nonsense. Anyway. <laughs> they would have joined the fight either way, so I guess you're right. Half of y'all would have died too. Like, yeah, I do I like his. Him, she's I'll, like, I'll give I, him that one. <laughs> I will. I will. I do like his. Like when you talked about bringing in the outside world, I thought you meant the Olympics or a Starbucks. And I was like, <laughs> Wakanda would have washed the Olympics. Oh yeah. Wakanda brings spears to laser fights and wins. So like they would. have Oh, they should not have the You know what? Uh, Those little let's pop see. culture Hey guys, you ever see this really funny. old movie Aliens? I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, that's what makes no, no, him no, so likable yeah. is that yeah. he's, as Spider-Man, to me, is that he's the most innocent of all of the... He feels like a kid. You know what I mean? It's He feels the most relatable because he... he Whereas everybody talks with a bit, little bit new grandiose and everything has a little bit of gravity. Like he, Tom Holland is the most relatable because he's exactly how everybody else is, where you just drop <laughs> pop culture. Your conversation mm -hmm. is full of what you just watched on TV or movies. Oh, we're using our made up names? I'm Spider Man. <laughs> I'm Spider Man. I'm Spider Man then. Also, um, go ahead. What a Indiana Jones brings a gun to a sword fight moment of, oh, let's just suck him out into space. This yeah. problem's fixed. <laughs> and like a really powerful character too. They're just like, ah, vacuum of space, space. will get him. Yeah. That's fine. And it, <laughs> it does. did. And it does. And it works. Everybody, everybody else in this movie that spends a small amount of time in space lives. <laughs> Ebony Maul immediately dies. Nope. Get him out of here real quick. Um, <laughs> let's see. Huge Peter Dinklage sad boy. That's my. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> I don't know. He's a sad boy, Peter Dinklage. Um, okay. That scene. All that scene was to do is to show off how big Chris Hemsworth's arms are. Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. This is alternate nitpicking, and this is going beyond. I know I gave the disclaimer beforehand of don't come at us, but I, I legit do have a question. So, going back to Ragnarok, uh, Hella points out. 
in the vault that the gauntlet they have in there is fake. So that means at some point in time, Helen knows the real gauntlet. Which probably was made before Thor was born. And we're told the gauntlet was made and then Thanos killed everybody. So at what point in time did Thor come in and meet Peter Dinklage's character and they did not have a conversation about, oh yeah, everybody here is dead except for me. Right, but like before that. In the timeline. Yeah, in the timeline. Because young Thor would have gone with like, uh, because he knows Peter Dinklage's character. Oh. I get what you're saying And the gauntlet was made before Thor was born. So, they want you to you would, not think about. They want you to. Yeah, not I know. Think I know. This is. I know. This. This is me going a little before because, like, the gauntlet was made before Thor was born, but yet Thor has gone with Odin. That's how Peter Dinklage and Thor know each other a little bit. You would think they would have a conversation, be like, "I'm the only one alive, and my hands are rocks now." I, I can still make you a weapon, though. Really? Can you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Your hands are melted. What a truly nah, Thor was the one that told him, like, nah, dude, you can still do this. Like, just what just a truly steps. incredibly dark thing to do. Like, I know there's a lot of people that are arguing that Thanos really isn't evil because he kind of keeps his promises. Like, he doesn't actually kill Tony. He made he keeps the promise to uh, Strange that he doesn't kill Tony. And whatnot, and he's he all he wants is just to kill half the population because he thinks it's what the right thing to do. But he doesn't just kill a discriminate or he doesn't just kill out of vengeance. What an incredibly cruel thing to do, though, to Peter Dinklage to be like, I'm gonna let you live, but you don't have fucking hands anymore. Deal with it. The T Rex meme about jerking <laughs> off, he just live for for all of eternity. He's just like fuck. And to have him be the only one of his species left, like you're just gonna be here alone. Yes, you don't have hands. So he you're gonna try and eat. You're gonna die. Thor and Rocket and Groot then just you do leave a favor him for somebody, and then they just <laughs> fucking ditch you. Like they don't even try to help you out. Well, now what I will say is he needs the excitement the that I feel um, like me and he's, uh, his a couple of other people so got bad in seeing this. the storm this is a bad character. I, that's whenever I really started leaning heavy on the Beta Ray Bill. You don't do the Stormbreaker and not bring out Beta Ray at some point, man. Mm-hmm. That's his hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh. See how much I don't See, know? That's one of those things where I'm like, okay, man, sometimes you got to people got to calm down. Like, movies are a different thing. Like, I appreciate how much you know about comic books and all of that <laughs> shit. But sometimes it's like, man, they ain't bringing out no fucking Beta Billy Ray or whatever. Hey, the man. Fuck <laughs> at some point, man. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, beta, beta Billy Ray Cyrus. You need to make that Photoshop, please. <laughs> <laughs> beta Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. He's like, he's basically. He really like, does it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they can just um, not do that. And he, like, half horse. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, they're just, they're, just, they're, they're not doing that. Like, I, I'm sorry. Furries <laughs> everywhere. Rise up. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> good lord. Uh, for 
What master do you serve? What am I supposed to say? Jesus? Real quick, though, <laughs> before we move on from... Uh, Which is like kind of uh, Chris Pratt. Vormir or wherever they're at. That conversation between Thor and Rocket where Thor is talking about like uh, fate and how it's like his destiny to kill Thanos and he's killed thousands of people or whatever... Mm-hmm. One of my favorite conversations in any movie ever. Like, I think about that shit all the time. Like, that is some flawless dialogue. Um, It didn't stand out that much. I don't know what, like, I mean, I guess. I don't know. It just didn't, that didn't stand out to me. That's interesting. So, he takes on the power of a dying star. He's dying. He needs the hammer. When he gets the hammer, he becomes Ultra Thor. He gets a super braided beard. Oh no, no, that's that's in game. But yeah, he he becomes Ultra Thor. Like he he gets revitalized, new skin, new everything. When he gets the power of the hammer and the axe in Endgame, and he gets struck by lightning, you think he's, he's coming back? He, he's, he's still, still back. Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> in I this, love that. in this I instance. Love that. In this instance, he he gets like whole new clothes. <laughs> he gets new skin. He's a yeah. whole new person when he gets the axe, but when he gets it in end game, he's still fat. I thought for <laughs> sure, for certain. That's what I thought expect- for certain that they were just gonna they're gonna do this the whole time. They're gonna do this bit the whole time. And no, oh, no he's worth He's dual willing. No, he's just still fat. <laughs> it's an incredible thing that they did. They were just like, nah, we're just gonna keep this. Like, super handsome, well-loved <laughs> sex symbol, Chris here's, Hemsworth. Here is I'm going to be fat the entire time. What a long-running bit just to here, keep going. Here is my dream. Here is, like, I. this is what I hope happens in Love and Thunder. I hope he's back to super chiseled um, Hemsworth. I hope that they just do a throwaway line, but like, dude, you lost all that weight. What happened? And he goes, I just stopped drinking beer to throw back to Parks and Rec when they had that throwaway line for Chris Pratt. Like, what happened? I just stopped drinking beer. That is what. Yeah, he had a six pack abs and it had dropped like 30 pounds and there. He's just like, I just stopped drinking beer. Um, You ran into Thor's? Yeah, tall guy, not that good looking, needed saving. (laughs) Uh, A dance off like Footloose. Oh, yeah, exactly like Footloose. Still the best movie ever? Never was. Um, it's weird that they made the the red guy from Captain America, like the stone Red keeper. Skull. Red Skull, thank you. Um, and I, okay, so this can't be said enough. Killing Gamora is dark. Extremely dark. But it also, hit me the first time I saw it, nails, I was bro. like, "There's no way that like they just permanently killed okay. Gamora right now. Like she's coming back, right? No, she's not. Well, kind of. She is, but no. She is dead, dead, and that serves to make it serves as a purpose to sort of make Thanos even more of a three dimensional villain, which is good. You know, just to have like you were saying, and I never quite noticed that um, Jake is that he does. He's not like, evil. He doesn't well, uh, but well, but like he's he's evil with a purpose. Whereas it's, it's not like direct evil of I want domination, I want power. Like his his only driving force is <laughs> through a very backwards means, through a very questionable logic. To clap, is 
to clap Dest's cheeks. <laughs> well, yeah, but like in in this in this story, like his his whole you know motivation is ultimately like I'm trying to save everybody from themselves. Unfortunately, the universe for some reason the entire universe is suffering from the same issues Earth is. Um, and I'm trying to like, so like it is evil to kill half of the population, but the motivating factors, like there is something there, like in his mind, it, it is good. He's not just killing indiscriminately because he just wants power and he wants to exert force yeah. and be the owner of the universe. He just wants there to be some sort of universal peace. Yeah. It's not like a petty, like I want to be the king of everything. Like it's, yeah, it's not like a red school kind of thing, thing of like, or it's or not like, like a, Ultron um, thing. Where it's like you a hydra situation. Of, I want to take over the world. I want to take over the universe. I want ultimate power. It's just his plan is, mm. yeah, yeah. Or it's a not Loki thing. Yeah, it's not like complete eradication. It's not a power drive. I mean, his whole plan is once I get the snap, I'm going to retire. I'm going to my opium planet. <laughs> yeah, he wants to finish farm. the job, and like he's just very efficient in doing this job that he's laid out for himself because he thinks he's the only person who can do this thing that needs to be done but Steph Curry oh yeah uh, Thompson. what's uh not uh <clears throat> who is the shooting guard for the Warriors Clay Thompson no yeah Clay Thompson on Clay Thompson like pretty much makes 60 points on five dribbles like that's yeah. that's the kind of efficiency <laughs> Thanos is working with here <laughs> but I appreciate how like Gomorrah was like you know, she kind of felt like she was the audience in a way where it was like, oh, figure it out. You don't love anybody. Oops, bitch. You can't get the stone. And then they were like, nah, fam. Like, he's getting this fucking stone. Go- he loves you. He's Gamora was quite. Like, talking big shit. Gamora was quite, You going to shoot me, bro? Gamora's quite literally, what are you going to do? Stab me? Person who got stabbed. Like, that's her. A boy, they know. You gonna shoot me in front of everybody? Come around here, you will get clapped. <laughs> that she's quite literally that. What are you gonna do? Stab me, person who was stabbed? Uh, okay. So I have a slight issue with Gamora's death. It is dark. It's incredibly dark. I'm also not att- attached to Gamora's character, even though we've gone through two Guardians films. Yeah, you'd be more attached to Quill. Yeah, because, I mean, Gamora doesn't really have agency. Her whole character is entirely, you know, I'm a daughter of Thanos, and Peter Quill's in love with me. It's, it's kind of her whole thing, and I can do kung fu. So when we throw her off a cliff while incredibly dark, it's not like in, in juxtaposition to when it actually does matter in Endgame, where we lose um, Black Widow, like, it's that suddenly means something, but, but losing Gamora, I'm like, well, this is dark, but I also, I'm not grieving or at a loss for her character. Like, it doesn't have that huge of an impact to me. Yeah, but it felt different than any other MCU movie. They just That's threw true. a like, person off a cliff. Yeah, that, that I mean, that is incredibly dark. It's just, I don't think her death or the fact that for some reason that was permanent, but not permanent, but permanent. Right. <laughs> they used the... <laughs> We can't bring Black Widow, even though she died the same way. Um, mm. It just it it didn't have that big of a grieving impact to me. I do love the line when he's doing the star thing, when he's opening the portal <laughs> to the star. He's like, 
It uh, will kill you. He goes, only if I die. I mean, as far as the right thing <laughs> yeah. goes, I think yes. 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 That's what killing you would mean. <laughs> Peter Quill Even my son? Exactly get a chance to tell her bye. So it's like a, it's like a, a thing where, you know, it, you feel bad for Peter Quill, not necessarily because yeah. Gamora died. Unless you're like a hardcore Gamora fan. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Also, then he goes because... and fucks it all up. Sorry. Yeah. Also, yeah. because you know, she kind of finds out with us that <laughs> Thanos true. actually did love her. Um, you know, because she's just hated <laughs> hated him like her so whole life. And, and but this is, I mean, it, I totally understand that. Like that was the audio. I guess going for me, like I. I didn't understand the dynamics, so I actually kind of trusted that he loved her. And so when Red Skull introduces the idea that like the only way to get the Soul Stone is that you have to exchange what you love for it, I immediately was like, oh, we're getting rid of Gamora. That's the only reason these two are in this scene together. So it didn't hit me in that revelation. So I guess I spent the whole time being like, so the only reason we brought Zoe Saldana here is just to throw her off her cliff? Okay. Yeah, I thought about yes. that. Like, for the rest of the people who came to get the Soul Stone, did they have the person that they love with them? Or it's like, I got to go back to get this <laughs> Hold on, man. I got to go second. That, and I, I guess at that point in time, the rules aren't fully explained to us. So I was spending that whole time like, all right, we're going to throw off her cliff, but she's going to somehow come back. Because, you know, thinking in my head, I know at the end of the movie, a shit ton of people that are important yeah. to this are going to die. So I guess just going through that, I'm like, she's coming back. Which she does, but in in game the stakes suddenly matter for that situation. I think this, I have a lot of thoughts about the Soul Stone. <laughs> also, I don't know what exactly yeah, I think its the powers soul do. Soul Stone is ultimately what gives it takes you to the Soul to World that we only take visit away once. half of the population whenever you twice. Well, then that would be pretty important. Uh, okay, it so like just Aretha Franklin. <laughs> let you sing like Aretha Franklin. Goodness gracious. Um, it's got soul. Okay. Got soul, but I'm not a soldier. All right. Thor arriving on Wakanda is a top three MCU moment of all time. It just might Go be. Shit. Oh, 100%. And it might oh, not be okay, number so two. And there are, two. It might be number one. I think. Honestly. No, there's there's one that beats it, and that's Endgame. Yeah. Th- yeah, there's only like there's a couple of times there's there's three times in movies that I have like audibly gasped in an exciting way. For some reason, Skojo is involved in all of them. So the first time was when we found out Skojo died in Jojo Rabbit. Like I audibly went, <gasps> and this one, like I yeah, went, same actually. Same, same reaction is is when Thor shows up, and then when you know Captain America ultimately wields Mjolnir. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a top it three is, moment. It is funny that out of all these movies, sort of been like a side character, even though he's a god, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Why don't we lean into how powerful Thor is, and yeah, now everybody realizes it. I it's mean, kind of like, an interesting twist. You know did. that it's... Uh, well, you hope that what it an incredible comes moment after you watch raucous. Age of Ultron. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, when is it actually going to happen? And it's so unexpected in that moment mm-hmm. in Endgame where you're just, like, kind of mind-blown. 
I, well, that and like that to Brian's point, like that ultimately oh, yeah. introduces Thor's stupid powerful because he basically just won V to million and won. <laughs> the whole Wakan army, almost the majority of the Avengers got were getting their asses handed to him, and then Thor shows up and wins. Well, it can't be said enough that uh, Wakandans are fighting with spears. They have all of this technology, (laughs) and they're fighting with... Okay, granted, they shoot lasers. They shoot lasers, but but they arrive on hovercrafts to fight with spears. What are we doing, guys? Here's my question for that. In Black Panther, we're introduced to the idea that they have ships. They have... They have ships that whose designs are ripped off from the Atlantis movies, but they have ships. They don't take part in this battle. The Wakanda Air and Force don't they is have not like rhinos or some shit. Like, did, yeah, did I it's... remember that? Wrong? <laughs> they have like some sort of cavalry situation here. Like, yeah, they, 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 do, got, like, they do. You got like Bucky Barnes fighting with like an AR-15. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> God, that while that exchange with Rocket is hilarious, where he's like. How much for the gun? Yeah, Why would Rocket he's, he's, rocket. he's holding basically a laser bazooka. Why would he want bullets? He's like, I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> like, yeah. The arm makes sense because he... The arm um, makes sense because he, for some reason, is just dealing with organs on the black market. But why would he want the gun? I, I will say this. Thor arriving on Wakanda is a top moment of all time. Huge. But also, I like the fight on Titan more. The fight on Titan had my heart racing when I rewatched this movie. And I didn't think that would be possible, but I was like, oh shit, maybe this time they'll actually do it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, that's how good it is. No, I mean, you're so right. Close. <laughs> because, I mean, you're right. Because, like, the, the, the stakes actually matter on Titan. Because, like, this could actually end it. If we get the gauntlet away from him, if we can somehow stop him, this ends the whole thing. Whereas the fight on Wakanda is just basically like, us versus dogs. Yeah. It's the, a punch fight. The weird things from the Hunger Games. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, I have a question. Why did they open up... Why did Thanos' forces open up with attrition by just throwing a, a shit ton of those beings <clears throat> at it? And then halfway through the fight, they're like, oh, we have basically giant-ass drills that can yeah. just rip people to death by the billions. Why did we Military. throw all these... Military planning is not these guys' strong suits. <laughs> like, we're going to throw a million of like these four-armed creatures at them. This isn't working. Oh, we could actually go under the dome the whole time. The fight on Titan um, is dope. Why not open with that? I personally prefer the fight on Wakanda. Rest, what do you think about the fight on but Titan? The though? fight on Titan is cool because it's literally Thanos versus all of these. It's, <clears throat> excuse me. It's Thanos versus the Guardians versus spider-man and iron man and doctor strange and he kicks all their asses and it's a, it's like thanos throwing a moon at iron man is crazy like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was crazy nuts. if you throw another moon at me i'm gonna lose it the and then Iron Man going like the head of the MCU going toe to toe with Thanos is still fun to watch because mm-hmm. it's like it's very like oh no they're going to he's actually going to kill it when he got stabbed i think the entire theater was like <gasps> yeah like yeah i every- thought i thought he was gone like that first time that he <laughs> got stabbed but yeah it's like watching them use all of their powers in the fight on Titan is it's incredible. Oh, it's magic. Like, 
Spider-Man for them to turn around and Thanos and is like, damn, in. bro. Magic. More magic. That's all y'all got? Magic with a kid. Magic with a kid. Yeah. Yeah, Thanos <laughs> was like... Thanos was like all the lean that. forward in the chair video game. Me. Yeah. All that for a drop of blood is an all time, all timeline. Just, just all of that for you to like get your ass. I'm about to, I'm about to turn it up real quick. And, but you know, because it's the MCU. Why did Quill? It's established that Quill has God powers. This is a nitpick. That why does he never use them? <clears throat> Will literally killed a god that created life and planets, and he just doesn't use it. So I've looked up this a lot, is if Ego could have beaten uh, Thanos, and apparently that just doesn't work. (laughs) And I, I, I truly do not understand how Celestials work. I don't think, I don't think the MCU does. Um, Let's okay, and then we got to talk about two things really quickly, and I know we're running on two hours, but them them choosing. I think that was an all time. I keep saying all time, but this is an all time movie. This is an all time. Like, what are you doing when Quill started punching him in the face? And like, fucking idiot. everyone, everyone in the theater, I think was just like, I think several people were like, "What do you do? What? Why?" Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's an like, ultimate like it. day of sex too to like have him get it back. I get it. You you just lost your girlfriend, person, whatever long term booty call thing. Um, it's it yeah. That's a lot of emotions. You're very upset, but like, hey man, like this is not about you right now. <laughs> I think <laughs> take what yourself would have, out of it. I think what would have fixed this is a half a minute scene because at this point in time strange knows what needs to happen he's seen all possible outcomes he knows the one and he know he needs <clears throat> he needs thanos to win this fight he needs this plan not to work out and he needs to self-sabotage all he needs to do is a half second scene where he just points out to quill hey that's the guy that killed your girlfriend done <laughs> the motivation makes sense all of a sudden, you know, this fight is suddenly emotional. It, it stops becoming just a, 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 an armed combat, and suddenly we're bringing Gamora back into it. All he needs to do is just be like, hey, your girlfriend's dead. It's because of her dad. Kill him. Go for it. Um, I mean, but they already kind of do that, though, with Mantis telling them that he's mourning, and then they talk about, <coughs> uh, and then Nebula tells him that, you know, yeah. Gamora must be dead because he got the soul stone and all that, so... I mean, they pretty much already explained all that. In the moment, though, it's so weird. And people hated Chris Pratt on the back of that. Like, can you imagine being the director and being like, You're, people are going to not mean, like that's, you. That's like the main thing. <laughs> imagine the actual hate for Chris Pratt they were like, in real your favorite life Chris? on Twitter. And they were like, well, one screwed everybody over in Infinity right, War. It's... <laughs> yeah. Um... Let's see. Uh, the moment uh, I do love a couple other things. The moment the cap grabs the glove and like Thanos looks surprised is really cool. That was that was great in the trailer too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Vision dying with Scarlet Witch is supposed to be super emotional, but at this point, we're just like, eh, eh, whatever. <clears throat> that um, dude stinks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that one, like, actually had some emotion to me as opposed to the Lost Gamora, because at least that has, like, a little bit of a Sophie's choice to it. Like, I <laughs> had to kill the one thing I've loved to save the world. True. Uh, I am Groot. <laughs> I am Steve Rogers. Great. Great. Line. Great comedy. Um, Real quick, going back to the Scarlet Witch thing. Um, pretty much a theme of this movie is like the all of the characters like realizing, you know, I have to make this sacrifice. Like, I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Like, this happens with Gamora and Quill. It happens with Scarlet Witch and Vision. Like, every, <laughs> nobody really wants to make the sacrifice, and then they finally finally do it and Thanos is like mm, run it back like we're, we're not letting you do that took you too long like, run it back ah man you really thought huh you really thought can you imagine Vision coming back and being like ho 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 what the fuck what happened whoa I don't like that I don't like that at all like, just getting reversed I think just like I was dead I was just dead um, I watched. I watched you kill me. It was great. Like, why, and then Scarlet Witch turns up. Real and quick. then, and then he just rips that thing out of his head and tosses him to the side like a rag doll. Man, that sucked. Um, man. The okay. Let's see. Okay, the, you should have gone for the head. Also, all timeline. <laughs> Call an ambulance, but not for no. me. That's the ultimate. <laughs> And Call like the man. fact, the fact that he sells it, like he's Damn, he's dying, bro. he's running out of breath. So like, close. You should have you should have <laughs> gone for the head. That's like, <laughs> so like that's incredible. I Imagine. hate using this. I hate using this word, but he says yeet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I'm at, like he has been working his whole life to get all the Infinity Stones. He finally has it in like the moment he's dreamt about. He stayed up nights. He's lost loved ones because of this. And his the fu- the first line he gets when he has it is, "You should have gone for the hood," but he acts it out. He has to be a little dramatic for it. It's mo- years and decades, and then he of, just goes of genocide off like, and murder, just, just trying to balance the universe. Only for you to get hit in the chest with an axe. That sucks. <laughs> he should be. My favorite thing is Thor going, what did you do? Like, what? Oh, no. Oh, man. And he lets him get away, too, because he's shocked that he actually did it. And he, you know, I don't know. But that ending, though, hit in theaters. It was shocking. Even though you kind of thought, like, after he snapped, you're like, no, they're not going to do it. And when they all just start disappearing, you're just like, huh? (laughs) Excuse me? Go, like, what do y'all think? Looking back on it, is like it it it's still shocking in theaters. But knowing is like we should have all. There's another movie coming out, and I think that was the solace that we all took walking out of the theater. But I just remember yeah. everyone being like, "What the fuck?" I needed to know what happened. I was like, "Okay, you got to tell me like what's going on now." Like, we got to like, yeah, here? even like, though here. I know that, even though I know that there is going to be a resolution. Even though I know in a year there's going to be another film, the, the the way that they fix this is through time travel, something that was never introduced in the other films. So leaving Infinity War, like, how are we going to fix this? There's no other way. Like, the only way is to get the Infinity Stones, which we can't do. 
So even though we knew that there was going to be another film, trying to figure out, like, knowing that none of our Avengers could beat Thanos, none of our heroes, the ultimate heroes that we've been introduced can't beat them, how are we going to fix this, even though we know there's another three-hour film? What did you think about the ending, Rascal? That was literally the most emotional I've ever been in a movie. Like, legit, the most emotional I've ever been. I thought it was great. Because, like we've said the whole time, we knew the stakes were high, but, like, I don't even know. I Honestly, dude, I don't know how to put that into words. Like, it... Damn. <laughs> well, <laughs> like... It's. It was really like it was just something that we've never seen before. Like, yeah, we've seen the villain win before in a movie, but we've never seen the villain win in that fashion. Yeah. Like he won, and he was like, "I beat y'all. I'm out." And snaps his fingers, everybody disappears, and you get nothing but a black screen with credits. Like not we didn't even, even get no a music, no nothing. Scene. Nothing. Did we not really get a post credit like, scene just, in this? No. No. It was no. like ah. we just showed up to a funeral. I forgot. Like, I got. That. We got I thought Thanos we got Captain Marvel in the next yeah. Avengers movie. That was it. Do we not get Captain not Marvel? Not even like any of the rest of the No. No. Oh, well, Captain Marvel was Ant-Man, wasn't it? Yeah. Or right? No, it wasn't Ant-Man. It I, was Ragnarok. I, I totally forgot that there was no post-credit no, scene. Damn, I forgot which. But yeah, no, there was no post-credit scene in that movie. Something that they yeah, had also literally set just up. said. Thanos will return in Avengers 4. It didn't say anything else about anybody Nothing. else. Just Thanos And I will think return. that's what drives everybody's emotions no, no, no. is because... Like, there, w- there was no mid-credit sting, but there was the post-credit introduction for Captain Marvel. Really? I don't uh-huh. remember that. Huh. Um, it, it's the... It's the... The, um, the pager. Because... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Colby yeah, Smothers yeah, yeah. and um, Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. Nick Fury, Nick Fury are yeah. are dusting, but like his last yeah. act is to press the pager. Yeah. And I will uh, say the the dusting is an interesting choice of saying, but my eyes did get dusty when uh, <laughs> um, I don't wanna go. I don't wanna go. Also, I mean looking back now, the only characters that got dusted that were important to us were the tertiary characters. Sam Spider Man, but the the core Avengers were still there. Yeah, how's that happen? Yeah. <laughs> but leaving, but leaving Infinity War, like you didn't really have a full grasp on who was gone yet. Like you didn't have a full stock, so it, it felt like you lost everybody. But then going into Endgame, you're like, no, the important people are still here. We're fine. Um, the I big ones are Spider Man like, and Black Panther, probably. Yeah, man. I always thought knowing going what we into know the movie that like if we actually did get to the snap that that would be the end of it like he would snap and then it would like fade to black or whatever and yeah. then it would like pick up from there but like actually seeing everybody like mm-hmm. turn like actually dust, knowing it worked like, holy shit like, yeah, bro. Damn. Like, man if it left if it just left to the snap then there would have been so many reddit threads of people who were like actually it didn't work and here's why because if you look at comic number 98 <laughs> Whereas, like, actually seeing them be dusted, you're like, oh, shit, this this actually worked. His stupid plan fucking worked. And shout out to the Russo brothers for knowing that, uh, all right, we're going to kill the innocent one. <laughs> like, Man. seriously, they're just like, yeah. and, but also the funny, the funny thing is, is that I think half of that dialogue was, like, improvised. 
by Tom Holland and uh, yeah, Robert, I don't feel so yeah. Robert Downey Jr., which is actually yeah. really great acting by them. But uh, I mean, truly, shout out to Feige because I think he allowed so much of this entire universe to be improv mm-hmm. a lot, which and gave then, a lot uh, of character to it. Then Thanos just retired to his opium farm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine um, just living your life like with a melted hand trying to, to farm your opium and then Thor shows up and chops your head off? <laughs> um, really bad day, I would say. Now, a really bad day. Now, obviously, hindsight and, and knowing what he was going through, it is incredibly dark on so many levels now for Chadwick Boseman's final line in this movie to be, this is no place to die. Yep. Mm. Oh, but oh. in retrospect, him showing up in in game makes his oh, yeah. that much more powerful too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, and we've talked about that before, but we, and we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it more for sure. But we gotta also we, go ahead. Ap- apparently, um, they hadn't finished up either shooting or editing Black Panther while they were shooting this, and so the the um, directors on set for all the B camp stuff for the Wakanda fight, didn't know there was a chant. And so the, uh, um, I forgot who the other actor is, but when he was doing the call and response with Chadwick Boseman, um, everybody on set was taken off guard because they didn't know there was a fucking chant. (laughs) Oh yeah. All the non uh, MC, uh, all the uh, people that weren't in black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, (laughs) <laughs> I did say that Thanos is just uh, he owes money to the cartel that's why he eliminated half the population of the farm. it's a dumb joke but anyway it, what this does do successfully and it can't be said enough is make you want to watch Endgame yeah oh yeah because you want to know what happens next mm-hmm. all five hours of Endgame good lord um, this is a three hour trailer for Endgame pretty much pretty much all right guys uh two hour discussion i really like that one that was really in depth uh, we got a draft super mcu superheroes we're drafting our four-man team uh so we have an order it's dex me rascal royden so dex, only, Jake, in rascal, MCU, royden. only in the mcu rascal only in the mcu not <laughs> can't draft beta ray bill I will be taking Beta Ray Billy Cyrus. Boom. All four rounds. <laughs> Beta Ray Billy Cyrus. Achy breaky heart. Achy breaky uh. stormbreaker. So again, it's Dex, Jake, Rascal, Royden. All right, Dex. First, uh, who are you starting your team with? I've got to go with the god, Thor. Ah. <laughs> you have to. The you thunderous to. hammer. Sicko. <laughs> I already know who Jake is picking. I have go to. Ahead. Uh, I will be taking a specific iteration of this character, and I am taking Infinity War, Captain America, because goddamn can Chris Evans pull off the beard. He's hot, man. <laughs> so hot. So hot. With a, For some reason, ripping off the star on his uniform, incredibly sexy. Bad boy Chris Evans as Captain America. Ooh. Catching a spear and shit. Just dope. <sighs> Two shields? Two yeah, shields? the double shield? Two shields. Now I know how the Nuggets felt whenever the Pistons passed up on Carmelo. <laughs> I'll take Captain Marvel. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her own sort of 
Deus Ex actually too is just her coming back in and in game is like oh okay um all right maybe I mean if we're talking about powerful or what you know what no I'm taking Spider Man mm-hmm. 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 which I don't know if his powers work in Nebraska but like uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's great I'm taking taking Spider Man and then I gotta take the granddaddy of them all. No, actually, if we're if we're going off powerful, I gotta take Scarlet Witch. You yeah. mother. I think I know what Rascal's plan is all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I figured it out. <laughs> so I got Spider Man and Scarlet Witch. I forgot what the snake was. Oh, it's back no, to it's, Rascal? It's Rascal. Yeah, it's back to Rascal. Doctor Strange. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> I was gonna try to pull him the third. I can really, I could have pulled him later. Um, uh, that that leaves me with. I am Iron Man. Iron Man. Gotta go with the gotta Solid. go with the granddaddy of them all. But uh, Thor Thor is probably washing. Uh, oh, Thor beats all of them. <laughs> yeah, we we got a trump card. I don't know. He, he they, they might be able to go toe to toe with Captain Marvel. We really need a discussion on how these power works, but Thor maybe that might actually be a f- fair fight. Right. All right. Dex. Um. So I got two here, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with. Fuck. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hulk pre Infinity War because, uh, yikes, in Infinity yeah. War. But before that, Ragnar Hulk. Yeah, Ragnarok. That was my guy. He was doing the damn thing. When he fought a wolf. When he fought a giant wolf. <laughs> that that one. Yeah. Also, the funniest yeah, yeah. moment in any MCU moment is when he jumps out of the airplane and lands face first on the <laughs> on the bridge and just dies. <laughs> it's incredible com- comedy. Sorry. Anyway. So uh, to go along yeah. with. You know, having the giant Hulk, I'm gonna go with Ant Man, who can be even more giant sometimes, but it's usually very small. Really, you're just taking Paul Rudd. <laughs> I don't want. I don't actually want Ant Man. I just want Paul Rudd. Also, yeah, the Paul uh, rumor He'll that just be Ant- the Ant- same age. Oh, I know where. I know where Roy. Also, oh. the rumor that Ant Man was gonna kill Thanos by crawling up his ass and expanding <laughs> is an all time. <laughs> I want to say, like, somebody official in the MCU actually kind of acknowledged that idea. Hey, man, our, Paul Rudd talked about it. I think he talked he about it okay. on Hot Ones, yeah. <laughs> he talked about it on Hot Ones, which is a great Hot Ones, too, by the way. But, uh, yeah, that was – that's it. I love, I love that. All right, Ant-Man and Hulk. Jake? Jake. Shit. Uh, uh, oh. I'm going to take T'Challa. I'm taking Black Panther. Have fun when you get dusted. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Rascal, go ahead. I want Rocket. Rocket? Yeah. Yes. No, that's a good pick. Rocket. That's a good, yes. In the third? Yeah, that is that is a good pick. Take to Raccoon. Yes. <laughs> he's not, I mean, he's always, he's always got a plan. Excuse uh, you, he's a rabbit? You could have <laughs> taken Groot. Who has actual powers? No. Maybe I might take Groot in the fourth. Okay, if we're if we're playing this game, 
Rocket and Iron Man are basically on the same playing field. They're super geniuses that are just tech wizards. It's True. just Rocket decided not to build himself an iron suit, which I'm sure and he he's could. Small. Uh, I'm going to take very small. Uh, I'm going to take um, Star Lord. Yeah, fine. I just mostly, don't wanna... mostly because he has liability. God powers. He has God powers, man. He's a liability. He has God powers. Does he, though? He has God powers for one very specific film and the Never Again. But he can also hold an Infinity Stone. This is true. Man, oh, I and have... I got one more pick. Sorry. Yeah, you got one more pick. Uh, hmm. Let me go with. This is getting tough. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to take the guy with a bow and arrow. Uh, you can take him with a sword and a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I picked a. I picked a very specific Captain America. You can take whatever you want, baby. And I can't take Vision just because how bad he sucked in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't have two liabilities. No, I, it, Vision really ruined that pick. Um, I'm gonna go with just because I team them up. Uh, Quicksilver. R.I.P. R.I.P. and P. Not fast <laughs> enough to outrun that bullet. <laughs> well, it's my turn again. You know what? Since nobody's gonna do it, and I already have Rocket Raccoon. <sighs> oh, wait, hold on. Give me Howard the Duck. No, he's oh in the MCU. <laughs> Hey, he is in the MCU. He, is, he actually he is. is. No, nah, I'm joking. No, I want Groot. <laughs> okay. How would the duck would have been an all-time? Like, that's I don't know. A, I keep saying a, that, but it's, it's a it's great a fourth round. That's truly a fourth-round flyer. Um, all right. Do I do I play do I play true or do I play for my heart? Heart. Heart. Play for my play for my heart. I'm taking Bucky Barnes. I will be taking the Winter Soldier. The Captain America Bucky Barnes fight's the best fight in any MCU mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no <laughs> argument here. Um, is it me to take us home? I think it is. I'm going to go with the King of Asgard, Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tessa Thompson. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bold. Bro, you got you one got more? Th- you have Thor and Tessa Thompson. Great. That's a great power couple. Yeah, it's Men in Black 4. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah ooh. You got one more? No, Is that's that it. it. All right. Uh, so I think my team wins, hands down. Doesn't psych. <laughs> See, my fourth rounder, I was I was going to take Thanos, but I was like, nah. I got to play for Can't take Thanos. He's in the, I'm sorry. Quicksilver went. <laughs> Can't take that. We were doing superheroes, right? Is Thanos not a superhero? Are we, are we, I mean, are, we, are we defining it on the on the word hero? Because he's definitely super. And we're I mean, gonna, technically, we're not, we're not he's kind of a hero. It's true. He's still on the board. <laughs> War machine. Yeah, but he's, he's entirely. De- War machine is high, heavily dependent on Tony Stark making him a new suit. True. War machine's legs don't even work. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, War Machine legs. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, two hour, fourteen minute pod. It's a long one, guys, but uh, 
I assume the next one's going to be even longer just because it's a three-hour, 30-minute movie. Oh, i got to watch that <laughs> segment. Rascal, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Where can they find what you're doing, as always? Well, thank you for having me. Uh, you guys can always find me at Full Circle Cinema, our website. Um, I got a couple of movie reviews up there from Halloween. I went on like a zombie tirade, so y'all can go check those out. Uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Rascal at Kennedy. Uh, other than that, man, I just hope y'all, you know, all have a good night. FullCircleCinema.com. Check them out. They have been big supporters of us retweeting and stuff, too, especially when Rascal retweets. But uh, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Dex, what are we doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Hashtag RIP Chadwick Boseman. Big RIP, but hashtag support Florence Pugh whenever the next Marvel movie comes out and she is ultimately the next Black Widow because that's totally what they are doing. Most definitely. All right, guys. You can find us at One Take Pod on Instagram, Twitter, not Facebook because that fuck that hellscape. But um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at One Take Pod. Uh, you can find us on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, One Take Podcast. And uh, or you can stream us directly at one take podcast.simplecast.com. Send us a send us an email if you want to, one take podcast show at gmail.com, something that we never check, but even if you want to, send us uh, anyway. We will all also respond to you on our respective Twitter accounts. You can find those as well. All right, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>